So today I've got a very specific question for, I think only one member of this group would be able to answer it. Uh, Justin. I know I probably could have asked this in the chat before, but I was curious because I know you bought a game recently. I was wondering if you had a chance to play it and what your first impressions are with as little, like, spoilery stuff as possible because I know Sarah and I are interested in playing the game that just came out. I don't know Yeah, so the Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. I did have a chance Uh... to play it. Um, I did. Josh is familiar because we kind of saw each other this weekend so he's kind of familiar with some of my um i would say criticisms of the game i it's really enjoyable like don't get me wrong fantastically done i love the way that they've developed those games because the system's almost identical to to Kingmaker and it's so far as the user interface and stuff. Um, some of the criticisms that I have, and, and this may just be with the AP, I've never actually played the AP, obviously, um, but some of the criticisms I have kind of lie in in that. Um, such as they, they allow you a lot of freedom of choice in this one, which is really neat. But some of it... You know how in this one we've kind of determined that our next characters, you know, you might put some ground rules on. They need to have some really defined reasons why they're here, why they are fighting for uh, Nermathis, why they're against the Legion, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, some real grounding stuff. Um, with the amount of customization they give you, there's still a lot of, of that kind of thing. Like, you create your character, then the story begins, and you're like, I don't know if my character would really do this kind of stuff based on how I created that character, but let's roll with it. And like, yeah, they give you a little bit to to try and fit the character in narratively, but um, I'm trying not to give away too much of the story. Right. Um, I, the story has a certain alignment, and it kind of hoists that alignment on you. Yeah, the, my my expectation would be what, what little I know of Wrath of the Righteous, the AP, I would assume that it's very heavily geared towards good aligned, probably lawful good, most part. And I'm sure they give you the option to play as an evil character. Yeah, so that's, that's I guess that's where my, my and I'm not far enough in it to give a, an actual criticism of the game itself or the story or anything, um, but just what I'm probably like an hour, hour and a half into the story, so not very far. And I created from the start a lawful evil wizard. Interesting. And I got started (laughs) and I went, um, oh, and I chose as my deity, uh, uh, oh, what what was his name? Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Asmodeus, Asmodeus, yeah. And so I was like, my character does not fit this adventure path at all. Like, at all. Because it very much um kind of it doesn't force you obviously but it very much wants you to go down the path of of a more righteous lawful good care yeah um although it does give you some options wrath of the righteous yeah like (laughs) i i should have thought that in the title but i was like why did i make a lawful evil character this is clearly a lawful good adventure but i just wanted to be super evil and i will be honest they have given me some very evil options and i'm not sure how the story would go if i had chosen some of those so maybe some of that's on me 
Like, yeah. yeah, lean into your archetype, buddy. Yeah. Just be evil. At least you're lawful. One of them was like really dark. <laughs> I was like, all right, I don't. That's I what, don't think. That's I, what being I don't think that's evil lawful. Is. That's just straight up evil. Like, it's not even lawful. Like, I killed them. Not just the men, but the women and the children. Yeah. Like, that reminds me. Rough. That reminds me of the old like Fallout Three meme, where it's like, "Blow up a town of idiots." Sure, I'll do that. Who cares? <laughs> Be mean to one small child. No, it's it's yeah. definitely an interesting thing there. Um, I would love to see how that dynamic would work. Well, actually, I know how it would work. The GM would just say, "No, you can't play an evil character in this campaign," but. Um, I, I haven't read Wrath of the Righteous, so I don't know if if they accommodate for that in the AP or not. But I'm just I've been curious about the game because I've read a lot of high praise about it online. It is very good. Like I'll I'll say that. Like the the combat in it's really well done. Um, the story is fantastic so far. I really like the story. Um, the very beginning's great. Like one of the best beginnings to a game I've had in a long time, but I'm just, uh, I, I'm just, I haven't committed to my, my character yet in it. I've actually gone so far as been like, maybe I should restart with a more <laughs> less evil character and play it that way first. And then the second run, maybe I'll do like whatever I want kind of deal, but yeah. it's, it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. So, I look forward I to playing it someday. I think it's worth it. I mean, it was only like what forty bucks. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's fifty. Fifty, forty, it might have been fifty. Like I know it wasn't sixty, so yeah, I, I will yeah. say that. And, and I do like that. I like that they didn't release it at a at a full AAA titles price tag. And I mean, um, if it's anything like Kingmaker, I have like five hundred plus hours in Kingmaker. So if you're going by the like dollar per hour margin of games, mm-hmm. then like. I'm sure I would get way more than $50 worth of value out of Wrath of the Righteous. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's always been kind of my approach to gaming is, like, I value it the same as I do, like, going to the movies. So if I pay to go to a movie and a movie's two hours long and I'm willing to pay, you know, 15, 20 bucks to go see a movie, can I really complain if I get over 10, 15, 20 hours from a game? That's not a lot, but can I really complain? about it when i'll spend i'll spend functionally the same for less on other types of media depends if you bring in your own uh popcorn and uh, soda because otherwise it comes out to be like a hundred dollars an hour <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, you want you want some uh, some goobers prepare to pay well speaking of preparing to pay <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to die um, well, we're hidden we c- we can still leave yeah, you guys could leave. <laughs> we just abandoned That's true. Old, old Captain Crunch down there. That's true. You could just leave. Um, yeah. Uh, last session was covered a lot of ground roleplay wise. Uh, you guys had the meeting at Mist Home. Everybody kind of got a game plan, shared it with all of the NPC leaders, so everybody was on the same page. Went out, took care of the owl bear problem that had been occurring, just to make sure that. Nothing really bad happened while you guys were away. Um, and you actually met a fairly insightful tree while you were there. Um, who, you don't know, could maybe be an ally one day. And in your position, 
any ally is sorely needed, so you probably got a lot more out of that short excursion than expected. And then you came back, got plans around to make a pulley system for an elevator for Veld, and then fairly promptly decided to come back to the fort here. This is the more or less the last unfinished business that you have. I mean, Fort Riston is still technically occupied by Fae, but as far as you know, there's nothing there that you need, whereas you know that there at least were uh, some prisoners held here. Might might have been killed because you left? Might still be alive? You're not sure yet. Uh, I believe you did see at least two figures that were still chained up, so there's still definitely some people here at the fort that require your assistance. And it took a couple days to travel out here, scout out the area, figure out what was different, but ultimately, you guys decided to uh, come from the same direction as last time, but this time you would have Sirio go out and sort of be a uh, decoy in a way, hopefully drawing uh, the patrol out into the forest so you could ambush them. But as he strolled up to the fort and began to pretend to be surprised or, or whatnot, the guard behind the wall tossed a small stone in his direction, and as it landed in front of his feet, it detonated in a cacophonous noise, which uh, you guys would probably be fairly... Uh, understanding of it being a thunderstone and that's where we ended it and that's where we will pick it up i'm going to roll a quick fortitude save for sirio and then we're going to roll initiative so let me roll the save <laughs> any guesses on what he rolled uh, uh natural one <laughs> a natural one <laughs> so he passed right Is that how that works yeah yeah he's fine he's absolutely just Swell. Um, well. <laughs> okay, well. Go ahead and roll initiative. I'll roll <laughs> initiative for him and then reduce it by four, I believe. And he's the only one who has to uh, roll that check. Correct, yeah. You are all much more than, I believe, the radius. I can look up the radius just to double check, but I believe it's, like feet, it's not very large. Yeah, so the range increment of it is 20 feet, well within tossing range. 10-foot radius spread. So you're all well beyond 10 and feet. And I can assume that for this trip, that we are fully rested, no spells were expended. Yeah, uh, you should be at full health. It's been several days traveling over here, so... Yeah. You should be full health, probably everything prepared. I don't think you would have expended anything, because uh, this is the morning Did. again, so... Well, what did you Kieran has a couple of get armor. every day. Yeah, yeah mage yeah. armor and my fastidious nest, but... <laughs> Classic. Okay, so for initiative, we have a 15 from Kieran. We have a, a 15 from Frampton, but Frampton has the higher initiative, so I'll drop Kieran Fine, down quite to a bit. 14. <laughs> um, Aiden with a 19. Not bad. And then nope. Jessup with a... 27. That's going to be much higher than... 
Yeah, nobody I have can even possibly roll a twenty-seven. Everything, so. everything, all right there, Justin? What you, what you laughing about? Nothing. <clears throat> we'll talk about it after stream. Ah, one of those things, huh? Yep, one of those things. Well, whatever it was, it went over my head. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Frampton uh. will also go before that guy. But Kieran will go before that guy. So, sort. Okay. Everybody is in order. First round of combat. We will begin with Jessup. Jessup kind of free action looks him. I, uh, I don't think this is going the way that we thought it was gonna. And he will delay. Okay. Jessup delays. Leading us. Ketchup. I seriously thought Jason said ketchup. No, we're gonna start with ketchup. We're gonna start with ketchup. I mean, it's the best condiment. I'm just throwing That's that our, out there. Our buddy cop movie, ketchup and mustard, serving <laughs> out your mathy justice. Next up in initiative, we have Aiden. Um, move twenty feet and move. Oh, I'm not impeded by difficult terrain. Correct. You're fine. Oh. Because you're a special cool. fancy ranger. I'm a special ranger. Got special ranger legs. Um, if I move to that square, am I out of like through the edge of the trees enough that he could shoot without any impediment? If you use the front corners, that's yeah. Yeah, it's debatable, but I'm um, fine with it. He'll go. Yeah, he's trying to like be on the edge of the forest, and I will ready an action. Um, to strike should they continue to press the attack for Sirio. Uh, if one of them crosses the bridge, I'll lay ambush. If the whole round goes by and at the bottom of the round they're just shooting both of their arrows, I'll take my shot. If that's fine. If you're okay with the dual condition for the ready to action. What a wildly complicated ready to action trigger. Got some if-else if- statements in there. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> What can I say? Okay, so you uh, walk up a little bit to the edge of the forest and uh, pull out an arrow and ready a shot. Okay. After Aiden, we have Frampton. I'm now seeing that uh, the initiative tracker is very front-loaded with your party. We've got Frampton now, and then Kieran's going next, so all four of you, I guess, are going first. Frampton's just gonna chillax in the forest. He'll just ready that if one comes, like, I don't know, let's say here or here. Wow, that was really slow circle. They're there that he will then attack them, move and attack. Okay. Also, readying and action. Okay. Next up, we bring us to Kieran, who is bottom of the initiative of your party, but still first amongst everybody else in the combat currently. Okay. Uh, Kieran is going to, I guess he has to move action up. And he will say to Frampton in a lowered voice, he'll say, not sure if I can flank with you, but maybe this will help. And he touches you on the shoulder, and you disappear. 
You are now invisible. You have been plane shifted. No. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself on the positive energy plane. You take 20 D6. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's wrong! Everything's wrong! <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah, so he casts invisibility on you. Yep. Step up, cast How invisibility. Uh, six minutes. Six minutes? Or, or until you yep. attack. And then it will wow! Yeah. Up to six minutes, or as soon as you take a hostile action, it will dissipate. Oh. But, that's cool. Yep, so the first time you make an attack, you'll basically be guaranteed sneak attack, but just for that first attack, because you will be out of invisibility after that. Okay. okay. I can't find him for a spell. That brings us to the red forest soldier, who is this one here, I believe. He is, uh, I mean, he would hear other sounds coming from the forest because there is a spellcaster over there, but he can't easily see it. The only one he can see is Sirio. He's the one who threw the stone at Sirio. He's going to pull Did out... Did cast Inspire Courage? Ooh. No, he delayed. Oh, so he didn't... Who spell cast? I did. Oh, Kieran, Kieran just did. cast Invisibility, yep. So the Iron Fang Forest soldier is going to pull out a longbow and take a shot at Sirio. So I think he can only take the one shot... Natural 19. What is Sirio's AC? Okay. That's going to hit. Sirio okay. is going to take... Can I be honest? I I don't like the way Sirio looks. And here's Elaborate. why. He looks like... I don't know. Kenny Rogers? Kenny Loggins? Which one? I don't remind me of like a miniature version of... Um... Yeah, he looks Robin like Kenny Williams Rock. when Rob Williams came out of Jumanji. Spoilers, and he's got the beard, but he's wearing Seto Kaido yeah. robe from Duelist City. You know what I'm talking <laughs> right. about? Yeah. So, yeah. Here's here's the here's the issue that I have is that the book gives two different depictions of him. There's so I'll blow this one up. So there's this one, right? Uh -huh. So they give like the just like the the upper chest and head of him, but then they have this one. Ew! <laughs> what? He's Those are careful in that one. Different. And you know what? Honestly, I like the second one better. Well, so here's my thing, though. The first Jason, one being, right being like, a that little man zoomed out, he looks to me like he should come from Planet of the Apes. Yeah! That, that's what right? I'm seeing. Yeah! Like, I don't know. Something's very 80s about him, and I don't like it. Yeah. And that's it the was a pop collar, too. Like, it's that's a, not how it is. Yeah. The pop collar. It's like a... It's like a a denim jacket. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, like, see, that's he needs to be in an 80s music video. That's the thing is, I, I used this token, this image for the token because all of the other NPC tokens that I had from the book, I used their head and shoulders image. So I was just remaining consistent there. But this is the only one where the full picture and the head is just so wildly different between the two. And I don't know yeah. if they got different artists to do it or exactly what happened well, there. Well, it's but... funny, too, though, because they're completely di different um, interpretations of the character. One, his yeah. near cynicism, borderline nihilism comes through a whole lot. Like, his just stark, begrudging disassociation with life comes through more. And the other one, his dark comedy comes through more. 
he's not seeing the silver lining. He's finding humor and the absurdity, you know? But those are two very different aspects. So it's yeah. interesting which one the, the artist chose to render, mostly. Yeah. Well, either way, he still takes eight points of damage. Oh. As this arrow lodges into his shoulder, and he kind of pulls it out, tosses it to the side, and he kind of yells over his shoulder and be like, I don't think they're coming out. It is now his turn. Um, he is deaf. He shouts out to you, probably louder than necessary, because he can't really gauge sound. You can see oh. that his his one hand is, like, on his ears still. Um, his penalty from the initiative and whatnot. He's just been shot. He can't hear. His ears are ringing. He's yelling back to you guys. He's very disoriented, but he's going to kind of stumble back a little bit down into this direction. He doesn't want to give your position away, so he's kind of going the opposite side, but he's going to stumble back a little bit and, uh, let me just see. Oh, I don't... for a second? I forgot that he had the Thunderstone thing thrown at him, and I thought I had just missed a crucial detail in that he was legitimately deaf. And I'm sitting here for a second like, what is wrong with the Rangers? Auburn's blind. He's dead. No wonder the Iron Legion took over. Like, no, no. It's it's a, re it's a relatively recent condition. The next Ranger we're going to meet is going to be mute. And, like, there's no problem with that. But, like, it seems like every Ranger we meet has a severe handicap. It's a good thing, yeah, thing you qualify it's, it's for that. It's almost an eating disorder. It's so. almost a theme or a motif in this story. A motif of this story. Yeah. like It's a good thing you qualified that, Justin. I was about to be very offended. Well, you know, I will qualify. Like, There's no problem with that. Yeah. But like, I just was like, okay, Auburn's blind. He's missing a leg. He's deaf. Like, Man, there's definitely a theme with the rangers here. I don't know. Aiden's the most powerful ranger I know, and he's fine. That's because he still has all his faculties. He hasn't lost yeah. them in battle yet. Give it some time. But you're yeah. you're destined for it. You're a ranger. You're going to lose a limb. Okay? Yeah, I mean, Your uncle's to missing be, a butt cheek. To be fair, Auburn was born missing a leg, uh, and she had the, oh, the okay. blindness thing happened a couple years ago. That's why she retired. Syria was fine until like three weeks ago when he fought the dragon the first time, and it bit his leg off. Jessup's mostly fine. Who needs a left butt cheek? Well, I definitely missed that part. I didn't realize the Jessup dragon bit his leg off. Yeah, that's what he was. Uh, I, yeah. I think I, when he oh. was explaining it the first time, he's like, he jumped. Oh, from... too busy thinking of puns and jokes to make about his one leg. I <laughs> believe it. Stop wasn't paying attention. When the dragon attacked. When the dragon attacked, he leapt from one of the towers on top of the dragon on its head and slammed oh. down on it. But the dragon then tossed him to the side, pretty much knocking the wind out of him and then bit his leg off and left him to to almost bleed out. Ow. So when he was... when he of yeah. a, uh, Kind of a... a, a well, I can't say that on stream. He's a bad dude. He's a when, bad dude. He's when he was impressing mother, upon you the danger, cool runnings. <laughs> when yeah. he was impressing upon you the danger, that was a first-hand account. That he, he's like, I'm not first saying in really. general. Like I, I know for a fact. <laughs> and I lost my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we up in the top Yeah. 
being a ranger, I lost my. Sorry, sorry, I have gotten us all. Being a ranger. I'm sorry. I just it struck me that I'd forgotten that he was he had been hit with the thunder thing and it made him yeah. death. I thought Do you want to know why naturally you forgot? Death. Because we didn't have a thunder sound coming from yes. Sirenscape. Yes. All of our amazing they have ambient tons of great sounds. I'm sure they have it there. But... And combat music is provided by thun Thunderscape. <laughs> Thunderscape. <laughs> Thunderscape and lightning. <laughs> I can't make a loud thunder. Yeah, that's like I a just, low rumble. That's though. just that's a fine. storm. So yeah. he is going to step back, and he's going to take one attack because I don't believe he, he is disabled in any other way. He can still do a full uh, s suit of actions. So. Move action, he'll fall back a little bit, and then standard action, he will, with his halfling sling staff, throw a stone 95 feet just outside of his first range increment, so he'll take a minus two penalty. But he will throw a stone at the one who fired at him. Little Ewok. He's throwing the stone? Oh my gosh. He rolls another natural one. Oh. Jason, quit lying, I'm okay? I'm not. He rolled... Like, he has a really good to hit. Like, his to hit is probably comparable with your guys. Um, so he had a... Like, that was a very decent chance of hitting, even with the distance. Uh, but, no. Rolled a natural one. You see, he's still disoriented. He, he, he uses this sling staff to toss this stone, David and Goliath style. But it goes just slightly wide uh, and t passes over this uh, guy's shoulder. And he just kind of, like nods his head to the side so it bypasses him completely. I think you're misremembering the story of David and Goliath because D David rolled a natural 20 on his, so this isn't quite David and Goliath oh, style. Oh, 20 to confirm. Yeah, yeah, the 20 to confirm on a times 4 sling. And they were playing with the house rule where if you roll 3 natural 20s in a row it's an It just instantly kill. died. That's definitely yeah. what it was. And, <laughs> and then God was like, I'm not using for sure. I'm not using that house rule anymore, so it never happened again. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. The image of God as a DM is terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> Your whole life is just a d20 roll. Bottom <laughs> of the round, we have the Forest Prowler, which is this guy over here. He's also going to pull out a longbow and fire it at Sirio. Unfortunately, he does not get anything cool because Sirio has already acted. So just one attack against Sirio. And then, and then my ready in action? Is that the order you want to do it? Uh, it's up to you. If you wanted to fight, yeah, like, I'll try the, to... if the first guy was all you cared about, or if you wanted to no. wait for both of them to act to see if I was going to wait for both. Yeah, I was going to wait for both of them. And then if neither of them come out, he'll try to, like, interrupt him shooting. Try um, to knock him down before he does that. Yeah, if you want to, seeing him draw out a bow instead of coming out into melee, I can let you fire off your shot and interrupt him, and I'll just move you between Sirio and this guy. Yep, and it's got Vital Strike on it, so go ahead, I'll roll, if it hits, I'll roll an additional d8. Okay. Okay. So... So against the Forced Prowler, you are almost certainly within your first range increment, there's nothing yep. impeding you, so yep. Favorite enemy goblin, favorite terrain, there's nothing else that I should get, and he shouldn't have cover, from what I can see. You sure you don't want to ask about any magical beasts, or no. where to find them? 21. 21 will hit your target. Nice. For so, 
12 points 12 of damage. 12 points of damage plus another d8. So 15. Yep. 15 points of damage to this first one here. Not a bad crit shot. would have been nice. Yeah. Not a bad shot. He now sees the arrow fly out. He's actually going to change his target. He's going to five foot step up and then fire at you now because you have provoked him. Um, yeah. And you seem to be a bigger threat than Sirio. So you interrupted his shot there. Um, yep. He, oh, actually that works out. Well, oh, I know I was looking at Sirio. I saw favorite enemy humans plus four, but no, that's that's uh, that's Sirio, not this guy. This guy does not appear to have any favored enemy. Um, he should be within his first range hey, increment. Sirio has English. favored enemy humans. Malthus. Yeah. The Rangers, oh, yeah. I was like, I don't feel comfortable around Sirio anymore. <laughs> like, what? What? This suspiciously yeah. all-human party. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, does that line of trees is? Am I in it enough to provide any cover for this shot, or not quite? Um, I can give you twenty percent. Twenty percent concealment. Yeah. I mean, he rolls, so he he hits with a twenty-three. Okay. So uh, I can roll. So that'll. Yeah, that'll hit unless he misses in concealment. I'll roll the D hundred in chat. So, if I roll twenty one or higher, he hits you. Yep, fifty six. Right. So he does hit right through the trees. Hits Iden in the head, and he dies. Yep, he does not get sneak attack because you've already acted. I was about to roll a D twenty for damage. That would have been nice. So you take. He does not have a ton of damage on ranged. Uh, you take four points of damage. The way I see it, this chips right into his armor uh, and clinks off, but it obviously still does damage, but doesn't penetrate yep. any skin or bleed. Uh, and he curses for his carelessness. Moving on to the top of round two, we have Jessup. Alrighty then, I guess we're doing this. So, uh, half movement, right? As long as you're within the forest squares, half movement, yep. So Jessup will go to... Try to get to Aiden. Right, so it'd be 10, so we... 20, 30, 40, 50 feet of movement yep. to get there. So I'm going to half move, but he's going to like walk up to here, bump into some invisible unknown thing, kind of flavor fumble, and then go five feet over yonder. So I'll move half. Gotcha. And then second half, I will move action i guess it doesn't matter we're going to barter performance all right guys uh let's do better than next this last time spy coach okay i'll be right here if you need me he inspires you with his warning not to do the same thing as last time and uh all of you can put on inspire courage which brings us back to frampton who is invisible and on the plane of positive energy. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> you actually will die instantly if you. There's nothing positive, positive about it. You don't yeah, know it's not a me. nice place to be. Maybe I can survive. Bad. I don't know. Um, no, you would die instantly. No, you don't know that. <laughs> maybe, you don't maybe know his backstory. Don't play his character. <laughs> you don't know, my, you don't know my backstory. <laughs> it's like the surface of the sun. You know what? Don't worry about it. All right. But no, stop! 
Uh, he's actually gonna double move to here. Okay. So, I am Frampton begins moving his way up. Um, I'm showing you as having 42 hit points. I don't know if you just haven't made it full or... Listen, if you want me to make it full, I'll make it full, my guy. <laughs> I just, I didn't think that you'd taken any damage. So I'd wanted I to... appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what that six points of damage was from, but uh, here we are. It was from being on the plane of positive energy. Yeah, okay? I only took six points, okay? That's how, <laughs> that's how powerful Frampton is. He's made of positive energy. Hey, let's he just radiates. go right to the boss, okay? <laughs> yeah, he radiates positive energy. From Frampton, that brings us back down to Kieran. All right, Kieran is going to cast Mirror Image on himself and okay. i now get 1d4 plus 2 images oh so you'll have oh max so there's six images and one kieran so a total of seven 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 kieran. six 12 packs <laughs> <laughs> they just run out into the road and rip open their roof <laughs> bow before me <laughs> okay so there are a total of seven Kirins now. Uh, do you want to move, or are you? Oh could... yes, my turn still goes. Um, ba, ba, ba. Ah, so it. this is all <laughs> difficult terrain until I get out of the trees. Yep, until you get to these completely... open squares. Okay. Any right. of the squares so that have do... forest in them are difficult terrain. Ten, twenty, thirty. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. So one move action puts you right outside of the forest. Correct. Brings us to Forest Soldier Red over here. He's gonna five foot step over to this bit here, taking a little bit of cover from the wall, and he is going to fire off at. Um, I think at the moment he's gonna continue going after Sirio. Although there there are seven of you, he did just see seven people step out onto the on the trail. Like, that's a lot of people to have to worry about. Um, I like so, the image in Kingmaker where they're all, like, moving with you exactly, and it's yeah. kind of, like, kind of wispy. I, th- I think that's probably enough to have caught the attention away from the uh, dw- the halfling there. So, one attack against you, Kieran. I think he has this shot without having to worry about cover. That's probably close enough, right? Oh, yeah, he's Cramp. he's good. Yeah. I give cover. Invisible cover. <laughs> um, that is 17 on the die. Oh, oh yeah. That almost hits my AC without the modifiers. <laughs> okay. So you will take... I have an AC take, of 18. Uh, no, roll nope. at images. Roll. I don't care. You take the damage anyways. <laughs> roll a d7. A 1 is Kieran, right? Unless you want to change yeah, it up this, for something. No, yeah, it's a just one, A 1 is him. 5. Right. 5. Alright, so that goes down to five images, one Kieran. Yep, and they do not have rapid shots, so just the one arrow comes out at you. Bringing us to Sirio. Sirio um, still can't hear anything, and at this point he realizes that he can't hear (sighs) anything because there's stuff going on. Um, So he's going to yell out and inform you, be like, whatever that stone was, I I can't hear anything. Uh, And he's going to 
stay kind of along the forest, but he's going to move up a little bit now that he can see Kieran come out. He's not going to run away all, all the way and whatnot, so he's going to get a little bit farther forward. And he will take a shot at... Yeah, so he's got a better line of sight on the bottom one now, so he'll take a shot at that one. Let's see if he rolls a third natural one. Nope, natural 12. Um, plus 11, so that is a 23 to hit, which is going to hit. So he deals, Max, he deals 8 points of damage to the Forest Prowler. Not, Not bad, bad, Mr. Serial. He can, he can do stuff. Brings us back to Aiden. All right. So I will go ahead and take a full round action, rapid shot and all. I will begin my attacks on the target that you should be able to see. Can you see? Yep, yep. The one that you Not have line of sight on. If I kill him, I will five foot step out of the glaive and attack this guy. Obviously, I'm assuming he'll get maybe 20 or 50% cover, depending, right? Yeah, That's he'll, fine. Have a, he'll have a boost to cover, but uh, yep. I'll at least oh, yeah, let maybe... get, get the shot. Maybe just a cover and not concealment. Who knows? No, yeah, that would just um, be covered to AC. Yeah. Yep. So I'll go ahead and do that. If, um, yeah, that's what I'll do. If I don't kill him, I'll do something else. Okay. Go ahead and make your attacks against the forest prowler who has been shot yep. and pummeled with a stone already. I've got rapid shot, favorite terrain, many shot, inspire courage, favored enemy. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> So attack number one, the many shot, 33 to hit. That will hit, dealing 28 points of damage. He had eight hit points left. He oh, he's very dead. goes down to negative 20 as he Five foot falls. step in, 20% against his improved AC, and then a 34. Yeah, so, so his AC, with the cover, the 21 will miss. The 34 will still hit, though. Uh, for another tw so 12 points of damage to him he had not been wounded until now okay not bad that is Aiden's turn as he fires off a number of arrows bringing us to the prowler who is dead top of round three we have Jessup again oh I didn't even include Oh, he doesn't get Inspire Courage because he can't hear. Okay, we're good. I thought about that. I was going to say, I didn't give Inspire Courage for Siri. I was like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. Nope. I, I was going to say that, and I was like, nope, he can't. That would suck if we, yeah, you guys better not get Thunderstoned, otherwise I'm worthless. Um, no, never. Step out. Good job, my boy. Keep it up. And he will... So I'll drop my performance, so it'll linger for two rounds as well. And then I will repay the favor, Jerome. I mean, Josh. <laughs> Wrong game. <laughs> no, I have proper purpose. And I will cast a roll. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jessup. I, I will do my best. Because I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Okay. Finger guns. That's a plus two morale bonus to attack saves and skills. Yes. That's pretty good. Yep. And I, I don't think favorite enemy is morale. Um, no. Inspire courage, I don't think, is morale. Um, no. 
Fire Courage is competence? Sure. Can't remember what Inspire Courage is, because I always I, I always think that it should inspire be morale, courage. but it's Inspire isn't. Courage is competence, yeah. Because yeah, it's competence. Yeah. Okay. Yep, so he casts Heroism on Aiden. Correct. Next up we have okay. Frampton, who's still invisible. Well, Frampton turned pale. I'm out of here! Are you within charge range? I don't know. Can I charge? Um, yeah. I will allow you to charge if you make a DC 15 acrobatics check, since you're kind of going off the edge of... Like, you're very close to the edge of right. the bridge. But if so you fail, you fall into the water. If you fail, you die instantly. Oh, so man. DC 15 is just to have to hit 15, right? Yep, yeah. just a 15. I'm not going to make it a okay, super well, hard check. I have a 17, so... Okay. Straight up. <laughs> so <laughs> he might even allow you a. Is like, did I say fifteen? I meant fifty. So <laughs> it's it's unfortunate that none of you can see him as as Kieran. Um, I'm sorry, as Frampton begins to charge forward, cartwheeling end over end towards this enemy. He but he's in, he's invisible, <laughs> so nobody can see him. But he's he's going over there. So yeah, you can charge at him. Cool. I just see the bridge kind of just like. Warping a little bit. Yeah, right. As he's just kind of. You. He <laughs> technically goes to this square, right? Because it's yeah, right. You, you would. You would end yeah. up right there because that's the Dude, closest yeah. square. Crit his Achilles tendon. Let's see that nat twenty for that. This is against his right flat-footed here? AC, which is actually only one lower than his normal AC. And no other bonus from invisible, right? Just. Uh, you get a plus two to hit when you are invisible. Yeah. Oh okay. Yep. So light flanking. Yep. So 26 against so, his flat-footed. 26 against his flat-footed AC will hit. 13 points of damage plus whatever your sneak attack ends up being. Which at this level I think is quite a lot. Now, 4d6. 4d6. Ooh, that could add up. So 13 plus... Yeah, that's going to be 5. 18. Oh, wow. Wow. For 31 points of damage... He had 32 hit points. He's at one hit point? He's at one hit point. Give him a bleed effect. Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah, you give him a bleed effect. I I do. Yeah. You do have debilitating strike and a bleed attack if you wanted to apply those. Yeah, do it. And then he would go down. Oh, no, he would go to zero on his turn. No, no, because it's one for each die. Oh, oh, so it would drop each die. Yeah, Yeah, so... Um, so I think bleeding just happens. So that's not something bleeding that you... Bleeding just happens. That's yep. not part of the debilitating part. Oh, you don't. Um, and just so you know, I think he takes the damage at the start of his turn, I believe. Yeah, so, so he should die. he will go unconscious the moment his turn comes, I do believe. But you can oh, still debilitate pretty... him just in case. Yeah, that's it pretty anime, says, though. It just says each round, so I'm not really sure. Each round? Yeah, it says this attack oh. causes the target to take one additional point of damage each round for each die ah. of the rogue sneak attack. Bleeding creatures take that amount of de- damage every round at the start of each of their turns. Okay, so yeah, there we go. The okay. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I thought it yeah. said in there somewhere, so yeah. Um, so it's going to so, go down at the start of his turn anyways. Yeah, but... yeah. Do you want me to apply an injury to it? Doesn't matter. If he, uh, if it's it's not out. It's not going to make a mechanical impact, I don't think. Um, so we'll do just do hampered, okay. which all target speeds are reduced by half. Yep. It's, it's pretty anime. Also, you can't take a five-foot step. So. 
you kind of like run up and slash at the back of his shins and then come through and then you slice him with his sword and then he doesn't die right away and then a little bit of time passes and then on his turn like the last flash. It's impressive <laughs> that he's doing slashing damage with his rapier too. And then yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> with the rapier, that's really impressive. Okay. And then you then you take Frimpton, the rapier. Frimpton just turns around and waves because obviously they didn't know where he was at. So he's just like, hey guys, hey. Yeah. You uh, moving on to Kieran? You see uh, Frampton just appear out of nowhere as he stabs this guy pretty much in the neck. Um, the other dude is still standing for the moment, though. Um, what would you like to do? Oh, Kieran smiles to himself, and under his breath, he goes, boy," And then he will... I guess we are... Like... Moving on up in here, so... I will... Double move to get on the bridge. Okay. Fingers crossed! Don't you dare deploy this bridge while I'm standing on it! <laughs> Let me Don't you give me that, that smiley face there. Don't you, you do it. Let me do a action. thing real quick. Excuse me? Ex <gasps> oh shoot, there's two of us on here. Yeah. Do uh, we know that? We knew yeah. that from before, right? We, yeah. Well, we remembered. He's, except for he's technically... I mean, he's, he's on it. I, I'd say he's on the ground. So... Oops. Yeah, but remember, it's really slow. User error. Not that one. I would like... It is this one, because I had to disable this one to keep it from... I had to do both, didn't I? No, I think you only disabled the other one. I think this one... It started to retract this, this one. one had had fallen. Had, this one had fallen. This one had actually fallen. And, yeah. yeah, I had to run and like turn it off or whatever. So they put it back up. I would like both Frampton and Kieran to give me a will save. A will save? Okay. Interesting. Oh my... That's not oh, good. Oh no! Oh my! Neither. For those for those listening back on the podcast and who cannot see this train wreck, Kieran uh, <laughs> is on the bridge and has been asked to roll this will save, resulting in a natural one for a seven. Is this Brampton. a charm or fear effect? This is a mind affecting charm effect. Cool. Right, we get plus two from Inspire Courage. Yes. Not going to help me, but maybe Frampton. I'm just correct. So fishing. it brings Frampton from a 12 to a 14, and the, the DM is smiling because he's benevolent. And the the DC was 14. Okay. So <laughs> it's probably DC 15. And he's yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't that be a weird one? <laughs> he's having fun. As Frampton comes into view and Kieran crosses the bridge, you both hear noises coming from below in the water and you can't help but glance down in the direction of the noise you both see a very strange sight it looks like the most majestic steed you have ever seen in the water in the water and you feel compelled to go to it. I don't know. Frampton's not really a horse guy. <laughs> yeah, he's more, it, he's more like an ice thing than a than a Frampton thing. <laughs> so, how this is going to work? It is currently Kieran's turn still, but he has he double moved to get there, correct? 
Yes. Okay. So we'll wait. Moving on, we have the Iron Fang Forest Soldier, Red. He takes four points of bleed damage, bringing him to minus three, and he dies. After that, we have Sirio. Sirio doesn't see any threat at the moment, so he'll kind of move a little bit forward. He's not making a full movement up there, but he's making a little bit forward. He'll ready an action if he sees anything to throw another stone. That brings us to Aiden. Nothing's happened yet. Right? Nothing's happened. They have given no indication of anything being wrong other than they're just looking into the water. We will move up with Sirio and go ahead and take a perception check to look for additional surrounding threats, see if he can hear anyone coming from the courtyard or see if anybody from anywhere else might have noticed them. Okay, roll a perception check. This that is, fun. is to notice goblins. Um, you hear movement in the fort. There's definitely other hobgoblins uh, approaching, but they are not yet within sight. I'll move them down to where they are. They are one round away at the moment. One so the round. ones the ones up here are one round away, so I'll just move them a little bit closer. It is, it is uh, the bottom of round three. They come in in round four, so they are basically... Yep. I'll put them right, I guess, here. Yeah, that's so he knows be. that they're... Yeah, they're close enough that we're going to have to contend with them. Yep. Um, you do hear the sounds of splashing from the water, but you can't see anything from your angle. Um, yeah. So you you know there's probably something down there, but you also know that it's 50 feet down, so they probably can't get to you. And chances are Kieran and Frampton are just looking at whatever is down there. Are they in a trance? Uh, you don't know. They're just At the moment, they're just looking down there. So he can't notice anything. Is there a spellcraft check to make or anything like that? Nope. Supernatural effect. All right. Um, so then that's his turn. One move and then the standard to get a real sense of his yep. surroundings and uh, figure out how he wants to approach. And he'll relay to the party that there's more coming. They're not far away. Okay. Top of round four, we have Jessup. I will wake up the blue guys, see where they come up in the initiative. Okay. Um, so I will have Jessup emerge. That's ten. Yeah, I'll just move out uh, of the woods behind Aiden to wait. Ah, oh, there's uh, more coming. We gotta hurry up. You guys, hurry, get across the bridge. Remember, it uh, almost collapsed last time. Oh, it did collapse. Okay. So I guess I will once uh, one move action out and then ready an action once um, everybody gets across the bridge. Then Jessup will run. I think I'll have enough movement, but that's what I'll plan to do. Okay. Yep. That brings so I guess us I could probably move a little bit more closer. So I'm screwed. Yep. That brings us back to Frampton. 
Frampton, you see this magnificent, valuable steed in the water below you. It's a strange sight, but you feel compelled to go to it. You step ten feet forward onto the edge of the bridge. I need you to make me a second will save to avoid jumping oh. into the water. Is that another compulsion? or It's still it's the same effect. Another charm effect. So he would get plus two to that. Okay. So, rolling better this time. 14 on the die with the bonus to charm. It's a total of a 19. You're just about to dive into the water below to, to go to this steed, which I will mark on the map now. That doesn't horse. look magnificent to me. That looks terrifying. Yeah, well, you it's know. half a horse. Oh. That's definitely sister's oh. horse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. So you're just about to dive into the water towards this creature, but you are able to uh, hold on to just enough of your faculties to realize how dangerous that would be and you break yourself of the effect and you find yourself on the edge of the bridge looking straight down like centimeters away from a drop and you still have some movement you would have had to move a little bit to get there so you have 20 feet of movement and then another action left you have broken free of the effect just sneak up here okay so you move back into the fort which side was the um, mechanism on? The lever is down on this side. Uh, if you look in that direction, it does not look like it has been dropped. Okay, so actually I just want to stand near it. Though. Okay. So I'll yep. move to that side. It doesn't look like the bridge is in, in any danger of dropping. They they did not pull it down. They just went to the attack. That is Frampton's turn. We now go to the first of the blues which is the Prowler. Is that the same initiative as Frampton? Because I well, we were tied. For yeah, initiative. so it. I have five creatures that rolled the same initiative. Um, Holy cow. But some of them had plus seven. Okay, uh, all right, just making sure. You're fine. Yeah, so it is the same initiative, but I, okay. I've... I've been modifying everybody to different initiative numbers depending on what their bonuses were. So it is the blues turn and he is going to move up and then take one shot at Frampton. This is the forest prowler. You've already acted so he does not get sneak attack. So just one shot. Uh, He's not within point blank shot range I don't think so. Uh, probably not. That's only a 15 to hit. So he fires at you and you just dodge out of the way. Uh, the arrow embeds into the wall behind you. That is his turn. We now come to the creatures in the water's turns. They've already done their thing. Um, so they aren't going to be bothering with anything else at the moment I don't think they're still waiting to see if their prey will fall for the trap which does bring us to Kieran Kieran you see on the other side of the bridge 
another steed and you feel compelled to move towards it you get to the edge of the bridge and you're about to dive in i need you to roll me a second will save still a mind affecting charm effect holy crap nice she was nervous is that including the bonus it does not include the bonus so So 19 another 19 you come Jason's to the like, <laughs> you come to the edge of the bridge. You're just about to dive in, but just like with Frampton, your instincts, your survival instincts, break you of this illusion before you are able to leap off fifty feet down into the water. You still have most of your movement left. That was only a five foot step, I believe, to get there. Okay, he's gonna turn to the others, and he's gonna say. Be careful, there's something down there. I don't know what it is, but it's trying to get me to jump. Do did do does Frampton or Kieran either of you have knowledge nature? Uh no. Don't think so. Okay. Nope. You don't know what the creature is then. Nope. Can I roll? Well you said it was a magnificent steed, so I think I should be able to roll nobility. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's a noble creature. It's a noble animal. Based on the watcher lure style call, can I roll any kind of check if he's heard something? Yeah, he's got to see it. I'm going to say, like, you... Because the lure is, it's just a visual thing, like a mental thing, so... Like, just knowing that it's a lure, like, that could be a lot of things. It could be a siren, it could could be... Yeah, there's a lot of things. So I'd say you'd have to be able to at least see it in order to identify what it is. So... That was five feet to get there? Yeah, you have another 25 feet left. And then a, another action if you wanted to double move or do something else. Okay, alright, that's what I was curious about. So I'll use my move action to get there, and then standard action. I See, in my head I was planning this whole thematic thing for jumping off the bridge, so I wasn't actually anticipating that I would get away from that. If you um, identify what it is, I'll tell you the ability, and it's a doozy. Um, I'm going to, oh, can I change my movement? Hold on. Can I? Nope, you're stuck. (laughs) Wait, let me see. Sorry. So I started here, so I'd have 25. Yes. Can I? Oh, goodness. I'm sorry. The first diagonal will be a 10 foot because you diagonally five foot stepped the first square. Oh, 10 15 Yeah, so it would be 5, 15 and then wherever you want to go 20 25 So I probably, because if I want to get adjacent to Frampton, I have to either stop here or here, right? I can't make it to here Uh, you can get there I can? Can you see my arrow right now? Yeah, okay Yeah, you can get there Okay all right, whatever. So I will get there. I can't pull a wand while I'm moving, right? Uh, I believe wands you can do fall under the weapon like. So you could pull it as part of a move action. Okay, so I'm going to pull out the wand of magic weapon and cast it on Frampton's offhand rapier. Right. Okay. The one that's not masterwork. Right. So yeah, now it, you will get a point of order in case we haven't changed that. The offhand dagger, uh, the offhand rapier does have to be normal because masterwork 
takes really long to build. Yep. So. So you will get a plus one to attack and damage yep. on that nice. rapier. Yep. So it's it's effectively a plus one rapier. Right. It'll be the same as my other one. So yep. I'll just click on my yep. other they're, one. They're both, they're both pretty much the same for as long as this spell lasts. Yep. Yep. So yeah. that's my turn. Okay. That and that is just the base. So I think that only lasts for a minute. So 10 rounds. Okay. This magic weapon is just a first level spell. So one minute per level. So it'll just be one minute, 10 rounds. Okay. After Kieran, that brings us to the next forest soldier who's going to move to be adjacent to the catapult, get a little bit of cover there. And he's going to fire around the corner at Kieran. Um, might be close. That's a 19 total. Yeah, my AC is 18, so that yep. will hit. He doesn't have point-blank shot or anything like that, so it's just, yep, 19. But you can roll a D6, D6. now. Roll 1D6. 5. So another image goes away, and the arrow hits Frampton in the head. <laughs> yes. Ouch. Sorry, buddy. Killing him. He forgets how to do the worm. <laughs> he suffers short-term memory loss. Yep. Yep. Sirio is next. He will try to double move. Get that far. Actually, can he not run because they're in his way? Apologies. I think actually his he can get that far. His movement is fifteen feet. Well, to be oh. fair, he's missing a leg. Yep. The missing leg uh, reduces his speed by five feet. Yeah, so if he, uses, if he uses a wooden crutch or his sling staff to assist movement, his, his speed goes to 15 feet. Yeah, so that's his movement there. All the same, he can't run. He's through. not going to run. He doesn't want to lose his dex bonus to AC. So he's, he's not going to run in... Bottom of round four, we have Aiden. Can I run? If you want to. I don't think run worries about enemies or allies being in this space. I don't think so. So you can't run through anything that would hamper movement, but in, right. they don't technically, but they do. Yeah, so charge. I think you're fine because they're not, they don't hamper normal movement. Charge specifically says you can't, but. If run doesn't specifically say you can't go through allies, then I think we're good. And the sad part is my AC would go down three, which is pretty bad. And I can't charge through those squares, right? You definitely cannot charge through them, no. That's too bad. Um... Yeah. We'll go ahead and uh, run to the front. Okay. So you run across the bridge, get onto the other side, 
That is a full round action, I believe. Yep. Brings us to the top of round five. And uh, the only one still fully on the other side, Jessup. You did, I guess, ready an action before. Yeah, but I wouldn't. No. You can choose to change your initiative or just stay where you're at at the top of the round into a full round now. Yeah, wait. So I'll move up um, to the edge of the bridge to wait for them to kind of disperse. And then, so I'll just do move action, second move action. I will um, start back up my Inspire Courage performance. Okay. Inspire Courage continues. Hi, right, guys. We're into the uh, thick of it now. Brings us back to Frampton. You are visible. You have not jumped off the bridge. Uh, you have two magical weapons and two enemies firing arrows at you. But you are standing next to the lever, so you could collapse the bridge if you wanted. And I can't. <laughs> I can't charge this guy now, right? Correct. Yeah, you have allies next to you, so you can't charge anybody. You could delay, though, for Aiden to move. You could delay, but Aiden is the last in the initiative order. Right. right. Yeah. So functionally the same is just not. Um... Yeah. Rampton will just double move up to the guy. Okay. Well, can I get there? Let me see. Uh, you could probably double move to any of the ones you want. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go there. Okay. You might even be able to double move. I was going to actually, yeah, can I? Hang on. I want to see this if I can double move to the other side of the guy. Yeah, I could get there. Well, you can't occupy the squares that the catapult's in. You could get to this one. Yeah, we'll do that one. Okay. So you double move uh, right beside the one guy there. It's now his turn. The Prowler's turn. He's going to free action drop his ah! bow. Because uh, he does not have... Yeah, he does not have quick draw. Free action drops his bow. Move action pulls out a longsword. And will swing at you. He's not going to power attack because he doesn't know how hard you are to hit in melee. Pulling out his weapon doesn't provoke? Nope, sheathing does, but drawing sheathing does not. Does. Ah. One attack against you with a longsword. It's uh, only going to be an eight to hit. It's not going to do it. Rolled very, very bad. So he swings at you. You dodge out of the way once more. And he will five foot step. Because he is smirt. Is he? Both of the creatures down in the water just kind of swim around. Brings us to Kieran. Alright, I am going to uh, move action and put the wand away. Cool. And then... Um, move action, get here, and draw my glaive as I'm moving. Okay. And that will be my turn. That brings us to the forest soldier up here. Um, the only target that he has a clean light of sight on is Aiden, and he doesn't want to leave his cover at the moment, so he's just going to fire off at Aiden. So one longbow shot 
This one does not have point blank shot, unfortunately. So this is going to be a... Ooh, that's a good a hit, though. That's a 25 to hit. That'll hit. You take... Eight points of damage as an arrow hits you in the side. Doesn't go too deep through your armor, but it does pierce the skin a little bit. That is his turn. He's going to stay where he's at because he's still got cover from his angle, so he's he's cool. Um, actually, no, he will ready a move action. Next is Sirio's turn. Sirio's going to move up 20 feet. He's going to take one sling shot at the guy down here that he can see, the Prowler. Did he have to pass a wheel save? Maybe I missed that. He did not. Oh. Neither did Iden. Oh. Who didn't have to? Serio. Well, he was deaf anyway, right? Uh, it's yeah, not a it's not a auditory it's a, effect. The brain thing. I'm assuming it's a once a day thing. Oh. On each of them did You don't know. I didn't didn't uh, slow down enough to make a roll. I ain't gonna stop to look either. I assumed it was like a siren. You know how you like hear music that compels you to like draws you to nope. it. No. Okay. Uh, could have rolled a knowledge check, but I didn't ran across. They're Rick rolling us from the water. Hmm. So, yeah, Suspect. he will fire off at that guy. Uh, I believe he is still not within 30 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20. Also, he has to be here because he has a 15-foot movement speed. Definitely not within 30 feet. But a 21 will still hit his target, dealing minimum this time. Maximum first time, minimum this time. So three points of damage to blue. Okay. Bottom of round five, we have Aiden. We are going to full round attack that guy who has left himself so open. Okay. So free. This dude? Yeah. Yeah, get him. Get him. Does Aiden have a last name? Yes. Do I remember it at the moment? <laughs> like, is it a secret? Can no. I know his last name? No, no. Brandon that's, said it, and I just forgot what he said. What's your last name? For, for the sake of internal consistency, I am choosing not to say it right now. Elfin. Yeah, Elfin? I think it was. I think it was Elfin. Oh, Elfin. by the way, that is a uh, made-up last name for Jessup. <laughs> like not that's his... not really Jessup's last name. That was the last name Jessup gave himself. So you could still be Smith if you'd like, or uh, you could be Aiden Aiden. Ooh, I like it. Aiden Aiden. It's like Aiden, Mario, Aiden. Mario. 22, 21, 24. Okay. Against the Forest Prowler, uh, no bonuses or anything like that. All three of those will hit. So the Dealing. many shot will deal 18 which brings him down to 10 hit points, and then another 16, which brings him to negative 6. Okay. Then, in that case, um, I'm going to spend the move action. So. Okay. So, question. Yeah? You only get many shot on the full round action. So can you still stop midway, even though you did a oh. many shot? I don't That's know how question. that works exactly. You can 5-foot move, if you'd like. Um, for the sake of consistency, if you would like, maybe I can five-foot step here and take some shots from there. Yeah, you can take shots. He'll just have cover again. 
Yeah, and then so, it does the 21. Yeah. Like before, the 21 will miss, but the 24 will hit. Yeah, so another 12 damage. And we can look that up later. It's just that many shot only yeah. works when you do the full attack. Right. So I'm, I don't know exactly how that interaction works. I don't know either. Because normally you can just stop midway, but when something requires my, you to do a full my attack, my bet is that you is... have to commit to the full attack. Is my bet. Okay. Um, yeah. But we'll go with that for now, and if for any yep. reason we see a some a reason to reason not to do it that way, it. we'll do it. Okay, yep. but uh, yeah, one of those other arrows does hit the blue up there, dealing 12 points of damage. Now back to this, the top of the sixth round, we have Jessup again. Still on the other side of the bridge. Uh, Jessup will uh, drop performance, okay. but it will linger for two. And he will double move, I guess... So he'll get to here in front of Aiden. Okay. And then he has 10 more feet to move, but he's just kind of surveying the surroundings, seeing the enemy up here. He will uh, attempt just to move Okay. down to here. If, you, last 10 feet. if you'd like, because you didn't like run, you just did a movement across the bridge, you can roll a knowledge nature on the creatures down below if you would like. Sure, if that's not going to screw me over. No, yep. I didn't give it to Aiden because he mechanically ran, but uh, since you're just doing a double move, I'll allow you to, out of the corner of your eye, take a look at them, see if you can get a quick idea of what they are. Quick. Sure. And uh, nature? Knowledge nature, yes. Uh, why not? I'll yeah, Just assuming I kind of did a quick run, not run, but flavor run, um, I'm just going to take a 10, so I would just give it a 19. 19. 19 is enough to identify the creature and get one piece of information. These sure, what was that ability? Yep. So these creatures are uh, medium fey by the name of Kelpies, which are a, a fairly iconic uh, mythological creature, Kelpies. Um, let me look up some of the flavor text on the Kelpie they for you. They sound adorable. Yeah, so Kelpies are, well, their description is, This hideous humanoid creature has slimy, transparent skin, webbed humanoid hands, and a snaggletoothed, horse-like face. The other description is, A Kelpie is a deadly, shape-changing predator that, in its natural form, appears as a hideous combination of an, emancip of an emaciated horse and sickly humanoid, with slimy, transparent skin and long, stringy hair. Its face is long and equine, with a mouth filled with jagged teeth. Few, however, ever see a Kelpie in its true form. The tokens you're seeing is the true form. That's not what they look like at the moment. But For Kelpies, almost always encounter other creatures while in disguise as a humanoid, horse, or hippocampus, reverting to their true form only after their targets have drowned so that they can feast on their victims, leaving behind only the heart and liver. So, the ability, specifically is known as Captivating Lure. It's a supernatural ability that Kelpies have. Once per day, a Kelpie can use a powerful mental attack to lure in a single creature within 60 feet. The target must make a DC 16 will saving throw or become captivated by the Kelpie, thinking it is a desirable woman in mortal danger or, if in hippocampus or horse form, a valuable steed. The victim under the effects of the captivating lure moves towards the Kelpie using the most direct means available. 
If the path leads into a dangerous area, such as through fire or off a cliff, that creature receives a second saving throw to end the effect before moving into peril. The victim does not consider water a dangerous area and will enter the water even if it cannot swim or breathe. A captivated creature can take no actions other than to move towards the Kelpie and defend itself even if it is drowning. A victim within five feet of a Kelpie simply stands and offers no resistance to its attacks. This effect continues as long as the Kelpie is alive and the victim is within one mile of the Kelpie. Wow. So That, that would have been bad. Within one mile? Yeah. I went back and forth uh, on this. Fails would suck. Yeah. I went back and forth on this. You're going off a cliff, but you're going into water. So it was like, do you get the second saving throw? Do you not? I decided to rule in favor of going off of a cliff so you get the second saving throw. Um, but if this was just like on the shore, you would just walk into the water and voluntarily drown yourself as it ate you. And stand there while it ate you. Yeah. Or if you and had... My- if you had jumped off the bridge just now, you would have just allowed yourself to drown and they would have eaten you. Unless your allies somehow stopped that from happening, of course. Yeah. So I think that that is pretty on par, though. Despite how much we sometimes complain about coup de grace in combat, the whole point is that it's supposed to be two dice rolls before permadeath. You're supposed to have two chances to avoid the situation. Um, the first initial... Uh, health, right? Either that takes you negative or not, and then after you're supposed to roll a save. Um, most depth effects at most levels work that way. Yeah. Until higher level, in which case, they don't. So, that is what you learn of the creatures in the water there. And that was Jessup's double move in his free action so, knowledge check. Yeah, so Jessup will... So he would kind of run across, quickly look, then take his other movement and get across and stop... Uh, look, kind of look, Kieran Quicken. Oh, well, good thing uh, you didn't uh, jump off of the bridge there. You, that uh, horse thing would have eaten you. You wouldn't let it happen. Awkward. Let's turn. Okay. And after that, it is Frampton. Frampton? Um. Ugh, things. <laughs> I guess. I'll double move over here. Do I have to do anything to get past this? or Nope, it's, you can move just due north and then turn and, and go over there. You so. just moonwalk through? Yeah. <laughs> I love how you didn't start out being a dancer, but you're totally a dancer now. <laughs> I'm a dancer now. I'm a dancer now. <laughs> Official canon. That's how you cope with stress. <laughs> it is. Frampton's really stressful situations, he just starts dancing. <laughs> <laughs> So, that is Frampton's turn moving down to the Kelpies. They will not seeing anything within range and they can only use that ability once per day. They will move. They will swim down and move into the cave down there. Oh! What was in the cave? Oh, some Kelpies. I don't know. Are you okay? Out of sight. (laughs) Are you okay? Are you okay? Hi. <laughs> no. But it's Sarah gets it. I don't get it. It's it's Annie, are you okay? From uh from Michael Jackson. Criminal, Michael Jackson because yeah, yeah. he did Michael the moonwalk. Jackson. Yeah. No. Instead of Annie, no. Oh, I don't know that song. Instead of Annie, it's it's I'd stop. stop. Everyone stop. 
You know hammer time. I know that's not you don't know smooth knows criminal. <laughs> you really don't know smooth criminal I've by heard Michael Jackson. Of it, but I don't know the words. You log it. off right now and go listen to Michael Jackson's right now. How do you not listen to Michael Jackson's entire discography? Like, right. how do you not, at the very least, know his top greatest hits? He's the number well, one musician of all time. Like, what are you doing? I my the music I listen to doesn't have words. Yeah, she doesn't like word music. I like soundtracks and movie scores. I don't listen to word music. It's distracting. Filthy that word music. Aside, you should know Smith. Oh, oh, oh Justin literally just <laughs> logged off Discord. He gone. God, I, you have no me. right to log oh, off God. after this, the picture that you no. put in Discord. You this no is right. worse than I don't. I, I don't know because completely off topic. But uh, Jason enjoys Banjo Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, and Sarah doesn't know I need Michael Jackson. I'm not sure. I hey. thriller. I, this this is actually worse, Justin, than when in our other uh, RPG group, the one guy was saying that the Beatles were trash. This right? is worse than that. This is worse than that. This is worse than that. <laughs> And that, hey, I already got pretty huge let's, let's rewind. I'm having a moment of recollection. My mom actually did make me listen to Smooth Criminal, <laughs> but that was one time, and I would not remember the words to it at all. So, I, She made me watch the music video, even. so. Now I oh. hope we die. <laughs> well, Frampton just sheathes his weapons and stands there and lets the guy yeah. just... A dragon swoops down from above and he says, You do not know Smooth Criminal? everybody. Yep. Yep. Three of us get a uh, circumstance bonus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kieran, it's your turn. Um, I don't even know if it's worth moving over there, to be honest. No surprise, um, you don't know. You know what? You know what, Justin? Your ignorance is excessive. I don't need know? to take this from you. <laughs> Fine, I'm not going to flank with you. <gasps> we Ooh. had a flank oh, opportunity and she ruined it. He's going to flank and then Aiden killed the guy, which is fine. But same. I was like, just saying. I was setting it up. All I've done is double move this entire time. I know, and, and that's the thing is, I almost guarantee I'm going to double move to get here, and, and then I'm gonna I'm go just gonna finish Scott. <laughs> he's dead. Like, come on! Not you know that what? I'm upset don't... about that. I, I'm not. I'm not criticizing that. It's fantastic. But don't come crying <laughs> to us when you're out of arrows. Just saying. <laughs> I understand the situation. <laughs> You've been hit by a smooth Frampton. <laughs> anyway, that's my turn. Double move to get into flanking for the moment. One second. One second. Uh oh. He's doing something. Da 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 da. That's what you, I'm hearing you wouldn't, in my head. You wouldn't get it. You haven't listened to the song. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> um. Okay. That is Kieran's turn. It is now the soldier's turn. He is now flanked. He does not like being flanked. Um. He does not like it. Watch and observe as he chooses. He throws a down his weapon and surrenders. He will throw down his longsword. And then he will pull out a battle a axe. Of... <laughs> oh, he didn't have a bow to begin with? No, he had a bow. He just threw it down. So he throws uh, down his bow. You said longsword. You said oh, longsword. Then I meant down long a long... <laughs> I meant longbow. Pulls out the longsword. Throws it down. <laughs> <laughs> I 
weird intimidation thing? Like, <laughs> throws down the battle axe, pulls out a flail. Like, this guy he takes out his sword. Said, I don't even need that to beat yeah. you. <laughs> and then he like, just grapples you with his bare hands. <laughs> just pulls out like larger weapons and tells you how he doesn't need him to defeat you. Just pulls out his bihander and he's like, "No." Yeah, Flamberg or whatever it's called, like the two-handed yeah. sword. Don't need this. <laughs> no, I meant I meant he drops his long bow and then pulls yes. out a, a battle okay. axe. That yeah. makes way yeah. more sense. I was like, wow. why did he trade out a longsword for a battle axe? <laughs> it's like, maybe a better critical? I don't know. He will swing at Frampton. Frampton? Frampton? Frampton no, I roll very poorly against Frampton. Because I'm a smooth criminal. I roll very poorly against Frampton, it seems. That's only a 13 to hit. So it's not going to hit. And then he will... Um, yeah, he can't really do anything. I mean, realistically, he would just move action. He would five-foot step. Whoops. 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 Whoa, whoa. He would five-foot step over there. Um, but I don't think he'll do that at the moment. Brings it to Sirio. Sirio doesn't want to get in anyone's way he realizes that the bow would do more damage than him so he's just going to move action get into the area a little bit open up the space brings us to Aiden so I forget our the rule you can or can't charge through a medium sized corpse you can't I think charge specifically says you can't go through like anything. Like you need a clear, clear path. But I can look up the specifics of charge here. If you don't I mean, mind. I'm sure there's a feat for that, so I think you can go through a corpse. Haven't we done that in the past? Or you can I go think it's large corpse? I think as large corpses become difficult terrain. You must have a clear deep. path towards the opponent, and nothing can hinder your movement. Uh, such as difficult terrain or obstacles. Right, and I think that we determined that medium people are not obstacles, but large things are obstacles. Okay, if any line from your starting space to an ending space passes through a square that blocks movement, slows movement, or contains a creature, even an ally, you can't charge. I would interpret that as a creature counting as a dead body, so even if it's not difficult terrain, it specifically says contains a creature. Okay. So I would say you still can't charge. I think, you know, even technically, he's not actually dead either, I believe, at this point, by this point. No, uh, technically he's dying. Right. That's correct. Also true. But he's still alive. Right. Okay. Um. Too bad I don't have a reach weapon. Yeah. Yep. Bow. You're worthless. Yeah. I'm going to. It's worked out. Your sword. Yeah, but I am actually trying to conserve my arrows. <laughs> so I'm going to move there because the enemy already acted, right? Yeah. Just use those dragon's bane arrows that you've got on the so scalp. I'll move there. Okay. You, are, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, obviously, quick stow, quick draw. Yep. 
What's your movement? Is it not 30? No. It's 20. Okay. Because I have medium armory. So you double move up into position to be also attacking this individual. That brings us in the initiative to top of round seven. We have Jessup. Uh, so second round of lingering. I guess Jessup will move up here just in case that yeah starts trying to move away. Okay. Um, he'll pull out his whip. Uh, why not? Um, yeah. Double move. Okay. I'll next we have. Next we have Frampton who is flanking his target. Yay! Yay! Show me that nat twenty. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? You that's not with flanking, flanking buff added. in there? No, that's not with flanking. Is so Inspire Courage added? It does have Inspire Courage added. Okay, so 18 and 15 to hit. The 18 will just hit your target. The 15 will miss. Yay! Okay. So you do the 12 and your sneak attack. Nice. You could do it, depending on if you roll really what? well. Helps if I spell roll right. 15. Man, another good one. Another good roll. He's still up, but he is severely wounded. He is bleeding. You so can... Kieran, Kieran distracted him by unbuttoning his shirt just enough so that Fran could come in behind. Just, just a little, little bit. bit. Just a little. Yeah, um, he's he's flanked by a dancer and a like sort of stripper. It's weird. <laughs> He doesn't, tasteful he doesn't like it. Tasteful, tasteful. He doesn't know how he feels about it, but he thinks he doesn't like it. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> he, he definitely shouldn't like it. It's not going to be hampered, hampered again. Okay, hampered. Good Half to know. movement, no five footsteps. Okay, and he is bleeding. After your turn, it is Kieran. Okay, Kieran will also try to attack with his glaive. Okay. And we still have Inspire Courage, correct? Yeah. I yes. believe so, yeah. You are flanking, okay. you have Inspire Courage. And 18 with all of the buffs in. And 18 will exactly hit your target. For 17 points of damage, he had 5 hit points. Nice. So he goes oh, down to minus 12. He would have been up by 1 for his He would have been alive out. by 1 if oh, she hadn't hit man. him yet. Yikes. Okay. That is Kieran's turn. Sirio will begin to follow a little bit after Jessup. Actually, no, he will move. Where was he? Right here, I think. Something like that. He will move. He will begin to move around the corner here. He wants to check the other side, this building's doorway. He wants line of sight on any openings he can get his eyes on. Is he familiar with this fort? Uh, he has never been to this fort. Okay. Of course he hasn't. You're more familiar he's been to Ivory. he's been to La Travale. Oh, La Fort Travale. Le Fort Travale. Yeah. Le Fort Travale. Where are the hobgoblins? Speak like this. They are very sophisticated. It smells like fresh baguettes. <laughs> Bottom of round seven, we move to Aiden. Um. We'll go ahead, and I think I can. Yeah, we'll double move 
to that corner and look down the courtyard, give a quick listen. Um, penalties for the perception check because he's not spending a standard action to do it. It's just a glance, you know, but if you don't mind. Okay, roll your perception. I'll figure things out on my end. Yep. We don't see the rocks. Weren't they here? The rocks? Uh, uh, you yeah, killed all three of the rocks. Yeah, Did they're we? dead. Oh, yeah, they're excellent. Dead. Go that... us. <laughs> Go us. Go and us. That... That's with the favored enemy bonus. In okay. Um, I was you... going to say, you don't even know that song. <laughs> I do know, Queen. Okay, shut up. All right, okay. We'll give her a point for that. Let her let her have something. I could probably sing the entirety of Bohemian Rhapsody, okay? So, there. Okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Aiden, you look down the courtyard... And you don't see any other hobgoblins in line of sight. I'll just quickly describe the courtyard here. It's This large courtyard contains a pair of partially constructed trebuchets to the southwest and a stone well to the northeast. A wide, tall tower to the northeast dominates the courtyard. To the northwest, two low buildings flank what appears to be, as you saw when you were scouting around, an overgrown garden that's over here. Um... A building to the southwest emits a rank animal smell. That would be, I believe, this one down here, the one you uh, haven't really looked at at all. Uh, a, a rank animal smell and a double door provides access to the large building. Um, and then you have uh, the large building right next to you that also has a double door just above where you're standing. And then wooden, bridge, wooden bridges exit on three areas, but the one in the corner of the, over here has been rolled up. The one that had been trapped. You don't see any hobgoblins at the moment. Uh, there's a there's a metal bucket in the well, if that helps. Um, yeah. Okay. No okay. enemies as of right now. Uh, not at the moment. Doesn't look like it. No. Anything else you'd like to do, or was that a double move to get there? That was a double move. Right. That's what I said. I couldn't right. spend the standard action to even get a proper check. It was right. just a quick uh -huh. glance. Okay. So, moving on to the top... Oh, wait. Yeah, the top of round eight, we have Jessup. Uh, Jessup will five-foot step, kind of put it back up against the wall so nobody can see him. And, uh... Let me know if somebody's coming. And then he will ready action to then start up his uh, performance. So at this point in time, there is no Inspire Courage. Okay. That brings us to the, Frank. Uh, gives a very aggressive, affirmative grunt. <laughs> Do mine? I did those, yeah. Oh. What's it sound like? Frampton will move over here. Okay. <laughs> Grunting in character is kind of hard, isn't it? <laughs> that was not that was the aggressive <laughs> was that? That I was had to get I had to get the whiny in there hmm. oh fair enough <laughs> that was more inquisitive if anything <laughs> like I said grunting in character is pretty hard let me voice know if you see anything <laughs> voice actors have skills and talents you could have been that, like, they've, <laughs> that they've taken to develop Believe it or not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that takes us to Kieran. <laughs> oh, you betcha. Oh, 
you oh, betcha. You, oh, you oh, betcha. Oh, you betcha. Uh, Kieran will move here. And I guess ready to finish his movement if uh, both Ida and Jessup move up on their turn. Okay. So he'll kind of just follow behind them. Okay. That brings us to Sirio. He is going to continue his plan. He wants to get just about there so he can get line of sight on a couple of the entry points to this courtyard. Uh, Aiden, back to you. Hello, shout out. Uh, I can watch the courtyard down here. Uh, check the rooms and make sure there's no one there. And then, um, I guess we're still in combat, so he can technically ready, but if we're dropping out of initiative, he will prepare to roll it as soon as he sees the target. Since ready is a combat-only action, I'll leave that to your discretion. Yeah. You well, see any enemies, aggro them all. <laughs> yeah, so at this moment, um, we can drop out of initiative for the time being. Um, you don't see anyone at this moment. What? Yeah, so he, he'll he have his bow out, and it'll be trained down this position. Um, while the rest of the party, he'll kind of point and direct to investigate and clear each of these two buildings. Yep, so who's going where? What 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 are you doing? Frampton's by one door. I, I don't know if he's going in there right now, or are you waiting for the others uh, to come to you, or... Perception near the door? Okay. So, Frampton, we'll, we'll do that uh, once I know what everybody's doing, so... Frampton's gonna go up to that door roll perception. What are the other three doing? Um, Kieran would come over to provide backup for Frampton. Okay. He'll he'll actually stand behind to give him space to set off the trap first. To be able to glaive him in the back. Yep. As yeah. soon as he opens the door. Okay. Yeah. And then he'll whisper, I was Mothuni the <laughs> whole time. <laughs> Frampton will go Kuda grabs him in the back. Have cared. <laughs> 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 if I you were Mulfoni, you should have taken out Aiden. Yeah, right. Like, why did you kill me? <laughs> Frampton whispers, I also was Mulfoni the <laughs> yeah. whole time. And Karen's like, no! <laughs> why, do, why does everyone betray me? <laughs> <laughs> because it's fun. Um, okay, so both of you are going over to that door. Aiden, um, what are you doing? Are you staying where you're at looking, or are you going to the, a different building? He'll are you backing looking, them up? But if nothing like makes its presence known after a period of time, he will begin moving at quarter speed across the courtyard, still with the bow, watching corners, looking at each different <laughs> place, taking perception checks the whole way. Making okay. random hand movements he, that he none walks. of us understand. He watched like the brides go down the aisle where they like step forward, bring the other foot, <laughs> step forward, bring the other foot. No, it is more like a slow and deliberate sideways stride as he like a SWAT team. Like oh, a SWAT he's team. clearly goose stepping. Yeah, okay, all right, yeah, no, not like a trained soldier no, or, or no. a guy like a SWAT team member. No, nope, none of those nope. things. Goose like a bride. Yep, yep. like <laughs> a bride like or his, goose step. Like it's his wedding day, up. and he's being handed off. Yep. yep. Uh, okay so um we will start doing some of these rolls now because it looks like brandon's off for a little bit um so frampton go ahead and roll your perception 
23. We'll throw in the 24 to try to... He- uh, the plus 4 for Canny Observer hearing details. Um, you don't hear a lot going on in the room other than maybe a little crackling noise. Maybe like a like a smoldering fire of some sort. Um, a warm hearth. But uh, other than that, you don't hear a whole lot. Iden rolling... As Iden scans across the three rounds it takes him to get over there. Yep, Iden rolling your um, perception checks on the courtyard, the general area. Um, You don't... I got a one and still got a 20. Like, rolled a nat one and still got a 20. (laughs) Yeah, I have a plus 19. Good gosh. It's to notice hobgoblins. I hate them hobgoblins. (laughs) I hate them. I, I'll kill him on sight. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Sorry, not to interrupt. Just yeah. Um, going over to Iden, uh, you rolling your perception checks. Uh, you don't see or hear anybody in the courtyard. It seems fairly quiet. Um, would you say too quiet? <laughs> if I were Harrison Ford, would I say I've got a bad feeling about this? Going over to, I don't know if Brandon, are you there? <laughs> you're not on the screen, but you're moving your character he's somehow. And he's moving his character. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly took a picture. He's messing with us. He might have. I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, if I look at it closely, I don't know it, what you guys are referring to. It does look exactly like a picture. Yeah, that's a <laughs> turd. <laughs> Giant that's turd. Darn good. So, Jessup, are you just kind of moving over to uh, back them up then? react okay so you guys all get into position here and what is the plan are you going to open the door or i guess frampton hasn't revealed what he heard um oh oh sorry i i can reveal Right then, uh, sounds like there's a bit of a fire in there. Nothing alarming, mind you. Just uh, perhaps some uh, nice hearth, uh, maybe a forge. I don't know. Sounds like crackling wood. Nice. Uh, Iden, are you okay? Are you okay, Iden? Are you okay, Iden? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, thank you for asking, Frampton. I don't hear anything. Let's let's check oh. out this building here. Did oh. we need any uh, smooth uh, gear spells? Right, though. Well, uh, I guess I'll open the door then, and Frampton will move to open the door. Okay. Uh, I think this were good for now, Jessup. Thank you. Did anybody take damage in the fight? Sirio did. I did. Yeah. And I did. I kind of look over Sirio while you guys are doing that. Sirio is at 34 out of 42. Iden's doing okay. He's at 62 out of 74. His deafness is going to be for a few minutes. His deafness is going to be for an hour, so he... He can't oh, yeah. hear anything that you're saying, but he kind of looks over and he, he explains, he's like, I, I, whatever they did, um, I can't hear anything. Um, so you you guys can uh, continue how you were. I'll, I'll follow along behind, and if I see any danger, I'll, I'll uh, do what I can. Maybe we can figure out some kind of hand signals or something. Um and uh, Jessup, you go up to him, and you see he's slightly wounded. Like he has a, a wound where an arrow hit him, um, but he's he's above like he's above four fifths health, so he's not terribly wounded. Um, Frampton, I uh, looks like his hearing's gonna be off a little while. We're probably gonna need some of your interpretive dancing skills. Oh, you got it. Does the worm? 
right in front of the door. Okay. So uh, if we go in all SWAT style, um, Iden will volunteer to be the second guy in, the the danger one. So uh, Kieran can, or not Kieran, Frampton can rush through to the corners like that. Iden will rush in as the second guy in and go that way. Okay. Um, and then anyone else can follow suit, but uh, Iden will be in the danger shot. Fun fact I learned about clearing rooms. The second person in the room is the most likely person to die because by the time the first person busts in, they're supposed to run to the corner, right? And clearing the room along the way, which means if everyone in that room pretend they are armed and they react, they start shooting at the door, it's the second guy in who actually is the most dangerous. <laughs> so if I open this and there's about 17 hobgoblins, Josh just said he's fine with I being the one to die. Yep. Yep. Okay. Frampton, you reach out to open the door, and simultaneously as you do that, like your hand is on the handle, 30 feet away, next to Jessup, there's a voice that comes out very close to his ear as it I says, I forgot you can go invisible! I said I'd be back. As appearing adjacent to him is a figure holding a double-bladed sword posed to attack. And I need everybody to roll initiative for me again. Oh, dear. Man, despite some high perception rolls, that plus 20 to stealth is pretty darn Well, also, hobgoblins have a natural plus 4 to stealth. Yeah. So... They're pretty stealthy. So I forgot all about her invisibility. No! Maybe. So, Frampton rolled a 19. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Serial rolled a 20. Um, Kieran rolled a 15. Uh, Jessup rolled a 24. And Aiden rolled a 18. Okay sort that surprise round this female hobgoblin which I will um, let you see with her double bladed sword will get one attack out at Jessup in this surprise round as she yells out a word in goblin those of you who can speak goblin uh, you understand it to mean attack now. So she's giving some sort of signal. As she makes one attack against Jessup with the plus two from invisibility. And against the flat footed. Yes. So against your. F- problem? What? Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Against your flat footed AC, that is going to be. A with plus two from invisibility, not two weapon fighting, so that is an 18 to hit. Rolled extraordinarily low. It's like so low. But that's still a hit, so that's good. Um, this is gonna hurt. Last time this happened, I rolled minimum damage. This time I rolled. Pretty average. 15 points of damage to you. Because oh, she does not have power attack. Just okay. Ow, my fluff! 
I did. Yes. So you take 15 points of damage as this blade slashes down across your back. Now, in round one, we have Jessup moving first. Fighting total defense is a full round action. Uh, you can total defense as a standard action, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just you can't yes. attack or make attacks of opportunity or anything like that. So Jessup will kind of wince a little bit at the cereal, and he'll five foot kind of shuffle back, and he will start his inspired courage. So okay. Action, and then he will total defense. Okay. I'm just trying to get uh, total defense here. It shows up under... You can defend yourself as a standard action. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, correct. So, five foot step, move action, start performance, standard action, total defense. Okay. Correct. Next up it is Sirio. Um, Sirio luckily can see this, and he will five foot step back and then th- shoot out with his sling. Rapid shot. Point blank shot, rapid shot. So he'll get two attacks at a lower bonus. So, plus one from point blank, minus two, so it's a plus ten on each of these. So that is a natural 19. It's not a critical threat, but a 29 will hit. And then a 10 for a 20, which will miss. So, he does hit once for seven points of damage. Not too bad. That is his turn. Next up we have Frampton. Did you start Inspire Courage, by the way? He um, did. Right. I did? Yeah, I figured. Oh, okay. Let me put that on. Yeah. Is Bardic Performance and Inspire Courage the same thing? Bardic Performance has a bunch of different things. Inspire one Courage is one of them. The... Yeah. Which one is Inspire Courage? Inspire Courage is... is one of the bardic performances that he can do. Oh. I just have it as a plus two confidence bonus to melee ranged and damage. Oh, that's what you mean. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's correct? It's okay. a plus, yeah, two plus two to your attack and damage rolls, yeah. Melee, range, and yeah. damage. Okay. That's just how I have it programmed, but I have it called bardic performance, not inspire courage. Oh, right, gotcha. yeah. It's it's the it is inspire courage. It's one of Several bardic Several performances. performances. Let's do some stabbing. Okay. Stabby stab. <laughs> Move action to get into melee. Oh, she probably has like shimmer or some nonsense. Shiver me timbers. Shiver me timbers. I'm just going to take one attack with the rapier. Okay. You had to move, so you can only do one attack. That's true, too. <laughs> Well played. So, 15 to hit. Um, Even if you did have the minus two from two weapon fighting accidentally, which I don't think you do. I think that's the actual bonus right there. Yeah. 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 Still Um, miss. If I have a plus 13, I rolled a two. (laughs) 15 will miss your target. She deflects your blade with the backside of her two-bladed sword. That brings us to Iden. Who will? Sword there. Quick. 
Uh, Stow, as part of his move action, quick draw as part of his feat. Um, we'll go a free action. We'll go ahead and activate uh, Vital Strike. Okay. Um, and we'll try to hit. All right. One attack against this creature. Favored enemy, inspire courage. Uh, no longer have favored terrain, not that it makes a difference. Heroism is still in effect. Kay. 25. A 25 will hit your target. Okay. There's the damage. And okay. then 2d6 on top of that. So 36 total points of damage. Yes. Well done. Let me... Okay. Got it. I put in work these last two sessions. A very powerful strike. Um, in the, into... yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you can describe it. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't going to. I was just saying. Yeah, it is. It is a pretty big power strike. Vital strike uh, is is a good fit for the build. It makes it so that when I'm switching from melee to um, range, that I'm not losing as much of my damage output as I would normally. Yep, you get the extra die. Slice out and you cut into her arm fairly deeply and she sneers in your direction, but she is still standing. Then, bursting out from the doorway, there is Soldier Green here, who just kind of five foot steps past the door and will take one shot at the only person who's really not in melee or with cover, which is Kieran. Uh, 17 on the die, so I think that's going to hit. But I have to roll a, a d5 now? Yes. Okay. Five. So another wow, image... Wow, that's like the fifth five, or the third five, I guess. Yeah. And that then takes us to Kieran. Okay, Kieran will move 30 feet down here turn and unleash a lightning bolt up at her in a straight line just missing Frampton okay so Ooh, she will need to <laughs> she'll need to roll a reflex save for half damage all right reflex is uh her middle save so we'll see probably 50 50 chance uh that is a 15. Uh, that actually fails DC 16. Yeah, she rolled a spell. 9, has a plus 6, and I don't think she has any other bonuses to it, so it's just a 15. So 23 points of electricity damage. And if and she has spell resistance, I have to roll against that. I think that is including the Inspire, Inspire. Courage. Right. Yes. So 21. Yep. Okay, and what did you just say? Huh? You said something after that? Oh, if she has spell resistance, it is subject to spell resistance. Uh, she does not. Okay. So 21 points of damage. Ouch. She's still up. You get your bonus on Shocking Grass for your archetype, don't you? Or do you get that? Yeah, it's two? included in there. There's a plus six at the end, oh, okay. so that's the, the gotcha. one point per die rolled. Yep. Yep. Neato. That takes us to her turn. She will snarl out at all of you. Uh, she's surrounded. She was hoping that she could get you a bit more, but she rolled really bad on initiative. So, unfortunately, she's now stuck in this position, but 
she is going to do a full attack. Um, it's kind of funny that like she initiated this with the surprise round, but then like rolled low initiative, so she doesn't act very like she knew it was coming, but it's just how dice roll. She, she yeah. did not realize uh, how fluffy Jessup was that he was able to absorb such a large hit. Yeah, she is going to full attack against Aiden because of the people who hit her, he is the only one within range, and he did the most damage. So. Full attack against Aiden. Uh, she does not have power attacks, so that's not anything to worry about. Uh, all of this other stuff is included, so we can just go straight to the actual damage. Okay. Well, not straight to the damage to the attack, but... First attack. That is a 24 to hit. It's Second attack is a natural 19 critical threat. Go ahead and roll that confirmation for me. To confirm, 25 to confirm. Confirms, critical. So we have a hit, a crit. I'm going to roll the damage here because if you go down, she'll switch. Um, so the regular old hit, her damage reduces when she's doing multiple attacks here. So the first hit only does max eight, uh, 16 points of damage. Okay. Now for the critical... It's just a times two crit, so you take 22 points of damage from the critical. Okay. Uh, I assume you're still up after that. For now. Okay, so final attack. Uh, 17. Misses. Okay. So she swings out at you once, flips the blade or, around in, a, in a, a strange combat style you've never seen before, then backhands it up with the other edge of the blade, slices you, tries to spin it again to get across on a horizontal swing, but it, you back away just out of just in time. And she will then uh, five-foot step a little bit down this way. That then brings us to the other green guy. I think he's on the right layer, as you can see him. He will then move out and do his one attack... Um, and now, now technically all Frampton and Aiden are both kind of in range, so I'll roll a d6, odds will be Frampton, rolled a 2, so that's going to be against Aiden, so one longbow, 5 on the die is almost certainly not going to hit, no, that's a total of a 10, so misses with his arrow. Top of round 2, we're back to Jessup. Jessup will <clears throat> drop performance, but it will linger. And no longer fencing. He'll kind of look up and know that Aiden took a couple big blows. Aiden, hang in there! And he will place a hand on Aiden and cast your serious wounds. Okay. Wow. Nice. Wow. 20. Get 20 hit points fly. back. Wow. And he will <clears throat> move down and be like, Serial, protect me. Okay. It is like now Serial's. standing, but almost like a hunched position trying to like power <laughs> behind him. It is Serial's turn. He will nod as he. Um, will attack with his halfling sling staff in melee now rather than backing away like he would he will protect you 
Uh, his hit's not as good in melee, but we'll see what we can do here. Natural 17 for a 25. That'll still hit. Nice. He deals max 8 points of damage. Not bad. Not bad. Um, that is his turn. He'll hold his ground right there. Frampton, you are up. Actually, no, he's smart. He'll five foot step over. Thank you. I was like, can I fit there? <laughs> Thank you. No, Sirio is a ranger. He's tactical. He knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Five foot step. Good call, there. GM. Good call. Good call. Good call. Good call. Yes. I do like how I asked him how to protect me, and he did not. Like you can hear me. So, <laughs> in hindsight. Oh, that's true. That's true. I, <laughs> I hand waved it. I kind of did like a you did you did the the patented ranger protect me symbol yeah. next to him and he's sign like language i i imagine the rangers have to have sign language of some sort like surely they, surely they do oh right. yeah buddy okay you don't do have hit? magic weapon anymore so i don't know if you took that off or not but yeah no that's just the oh. straight rapier and the gotcha. okay i was gonna i was wondering why they were the same number but the rolls were did different you put that's flanking why. in there because it doesn't look like you did that is not flanking Okay. So, that's juicy. Two twenty threes, but they're actually twenty fives. Either way, both of those will hit. So that's going to be twelve damage, and then eleven damage, and then two sneak attacks. What's E? Eight. Piercing. Piercing. There's a reason I have piercing in there. Uh, Okay. Eight D six. So, 12, 11, and 25 for a total of 48, I believe. Is that correct? Correct, yes. Yeah, Yeah. that's correct. With her 45 hit points remaining. Wow. Wow. Frampton, how do you you want to take her down? Yeah, buddy. So Frampton will sneak up behind her. And he'll whisper in here, her ear and be like, you know, we came back too. <laughs> and then stab her a bunch of times. <laughs> okay. Oh, I like that image where he's just like... <laughs> you yeah. stab both of your rapiers into the, her shoulder of blades from behind and kind of lift her up a little bit as you then drop her onto the ground. She is unconscious and dying. She's still technically not dead because she had... She's only at minus three, so... She took a beating really into that weapon like what is that thing a double bladed it's so called is a... that like so is that like a double bladed lightsaber is that what it kind of looks like but it's a sword instead of a lightsaber essentially picture darth darth maul but as a sword darth yeah. maul, but, but as a sword not yep. a lightsaber yep. that's cool. it's basically thanos's cool. weapon that he it's, re- it's yeah, really cool thanos's weapon. yeah that's really cool yep it is called that's... a two-bladed sword that's cool she grew up with a very specific training uh martial style and she learned the two-bladed sword. Very, oh, very neat shall, weapon. It shall join the many weapons of Aiden's cloak. It's cool yeah. because... <laughs> taking it. It's cool because she can use it as if two-weapon fighting. So she got three attacks because she was oh. effectively two-weapon fighting with the single uh-huh. weapon. Is that an exotic weapon? Yes. I believe so. Yep. It is one that one of my characters almost took. Instead, uh, yeah. they got the star knife. Okay, so as she nice. falls, we move over to Aiden. Aiden, you took a beating from her, but you were healed up a little bit, but you also yep. know that there are two archers behind you firing away. In dramatic fashion, he'll take his greatsword and kind of like, with his five-foot step, 
like throw it and stab it into the ground so that it's still like art and easy to be grabbed again if he needs it in that same motion pulling out his bow and making a full attack as he taunts you will regret ever coming to the fangwood four shots ring out okay are you which one are you fighting first the closest one in order so i don't have to worry about so uh, prowler first then soldier Okay. Yep. And Roll we've got attacks. Rapid Shot, Favored Enemy, Goblinoid, Inspire Courage is still up, and Heroism. Oh, okay. yeah, I forgot about that. You still have Heroism. Ooh. So we have Oof. a 26, a 21, Tasty. and a 25. So the 26 will hit the Prowler for 36 points of damage. Yeah. It had 31 hit points. <laughs> Boom. So it goes down. The 21 will now hit the one behind it because he no longer has soft cover. Uh, And then the 25 will also hit, so another 36 points of damage. That one is still up. Barely. Let me just get through. Click this button 36 times. Okay. (laughs) So that is Aiden's turn as he fires off four arrows felling one and mortally wounding the other. It is now... say piercing, but they're blunt damage technically, because all I have left are blunt arrows. Okay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah. hobgoblins naturally have DR 100 yeah. bludgeoning. Just, just as a heads up, I'm running pretty low on the arrow supply. <laughs> Should have. Why didn't you loot all the arrows from the other goblins? I did, and in my head, I resupplied when we were back at the... At the What's the place? Mist home. Mist home. Yeah. So I had to buy some, but okay. I haven't yet calculated how many. Next up, we have the forest soldier, who is the one that is still alive. Uh, he is going to do a thing where he moves away from you. <laughs> is that called retreating? Is that running away? Uh, <laughs> nope. It's just called moving away from you. A tactical uh-huh. attack. Actually, have a mobility. A common hobgoblin tactic. Yes. <laughs> Run away. Good joke, Kieran. <laughs> common tactic. It's like I've heard of these before. This is not common or not uncommon for them. It's the first thing they learn in their military camps. Is to run away. Is to run away. <laughs> Bottom of the round, we have Kieran. How did I get to the bottom? Man, I don't like being at the bottom. I don't know what to do. Um, I guess I'm just going to move up a little bit because okay. I don't know what's going on. And I'm just going to hold off on okay. doing anything. Top of round three, that brings us to Jessup. Jessup will expense one cure light on himself. Okay. Shabby. You get a little bit of HP back. And you can also move or stay where you're at. Yeah, I'll just um, move up 
kind of find cure in here, shuffle up a little bit. Okay. I think the one took off there. I don't know if I see anybody else. Sirio will move. He'll double move, but he can't get within line of sight of his target, so that's all he can do. Frampton. Uh, what am I doing? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it's your turn. Uh, the uh, only remaining guy is moving away from you out of sight. There's a dragon in movement? that building. What's huh? your movement speed? 60. Unless I... Can I run? How does that work? Running, you can run in a straight line. Um, and it can straight? go up to four times your speed. When we got here, I'm pretty sure there were two hobgoblins standing up by that bridge, weren't there? Uh, there were, but they are, they moved down. They were blue over here. Oh, they were the blues. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, they were the All first right. line of reinforcements. So, Frampton. So you can run in a straight line, 120 feet, or you can double move. I'm going to run in a straight line, 120 feet. Okay. So Frampton sprints down the courtyard. That brings us to Aiden. They'll follow suit. He can only make it 80 feet, however. And I'll run right up to there. Okay. That brings us to Green. He sees you guys running after him. He will continue his movement up to this doorway. He will charge into it and kind of like barrel his way into the door. It doesn't open, but he barrels into it and begins just like pounding away at the door, but he can't. He doesn't have the action economy to open it yet, but he's just oh. pounding away at the door. But too many ran up and like barrels into it. It doesn't budge and he falls over. <laughs> um, and again, we are back to Kieran. Oh boy. So are we just heading on in then? He will, I guess. So I stepped away. Sirio and Jessup, are they pur purposefully staying behind here? or Sirio could just only they move haven't... that far. Okay. Uh, Kieran's going to stay back with Sirio, just not okay. to charge off without leaving, or without okay. him. So he'll just uh, all ready a movement to follow if Sirio moves. Okay. You could pick him up. <laughs> that brings Probably us could. back up to the top of the round, Jessup. Jeez, they really took off there. Alright, so running is four times the speed of believe. Yes. Super fast. And Aiden, you don't have a heavy load, do you? Okay. No. Because oh, you can see. Yeah. I, I have a medium load. And my run is times four. Okay. So speed is 20. We'll just kind of run up right behind Aiden. Okay. So Jessup runs up after the others. I got your back, Jack. All right. That brings us to Sirio, who will... He'll continue to... He can only move. So if he runs, he can only move that far. As he okay. begins hopping his way down... Uh, right. Kieran, you can so then, go if you want. I will do my one move action that I readied. Okay. Uh, that brings us back to Frampton. Frampton. 
Yeah. Can I charge there? Yeah. Well, doesn't he have to go to the closest square? Yeah, oh, you'd, you'd have to go. You can you can charge yeah. at him, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right there. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and charge. Roll your attack. Plus two bonus for charging. Natural one. Why? That's what I like to see. Why? That will then bring us to Iden. Oh! I had, well, no, it wouldn't matter anyway. Uh, wouldn't, matter wouldn't matter with a natural one. Yeah. 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 Wouldn't have mattered. Alright. It's not, I think, going to make a difference, but let me check. No, he's going to have soft cover pretty much no matter what you do. Yeah, I know that. But I can be here behind the wall. Yeah, you can fire and, at him from there. And from there, I also can see the whole doorway. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I wanted to make sure. Um, he is not going to, actually. Uh, he's going to use Quick Draw as a free action to pull out Theros's dagger. Um, and then we'll throw it. That is... I think the range increment on a dagger is 10 feet. Is that I believe that sound right? so, yes. So you'd I be taking a minus 8 penalty. Oh, it'll be a whole minus 8? Because every range increment, it's a uh, minus two. Yeah, we'll just we'll just use the uh, the arrow then. I wanted to try to be a bit more conservative, but it's all right. We'll get a chance to resupply if we drop out of initiative. He can replenish from his backpack. Yeah, I'm just looking up dagger right here, real quick. Ten foot range increment when thrown. Yes. Yeah. Shoot the dagger with your bow. <laughs> Tape it to a stick. <laughs> no, so it'll be one attack then. Um, okay. And it'll have the vital strike. Okay, and it, this guy will have the cover bonus, soft cover bonus. But yep. And it's firing into combat. Correct. Into melee. Yes. So it'll take the minus four, um, but a minus four is not as bad as a minus eight. Right. Um, so. Yep. Go ahead and roll your attack. Is that with the minus four or without? That is with. With the minus four. Okay. Yep, firing into combat. 31 range. will hit your target. Okay. 13. 13 damage. Ouch. You hit him with this blunt arrow. Um, and he kind of slams into the door and yeah. then goes uh, limp as he falls to the ground. Beautiful. Oh. I didn't realize we had already put damage into him. Um, I did on all of that last turn yep. up here. Okay. Ranges in their favorite enemy, man. Top of round five, we have Jessup. You'll just kind of run up 30 feet to here. Oh, good job. I feel there might be some more in that tower. He will, ready in action, if we get back in combat, he will start back up the performance. Inspire courage. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Kieran. 
Karen does not feel comfortable in this position because we've left a lot of buildings behind us for the potential mm -hmm. of flanking. So he's going to actually move up to this door. And I don't know where exactly I have to be if I actually have to be in this square, but he wants to move up to this door. Is it is it still open for yep. when those guys they, came out? They just kind of flung it open as they were walking by. They had left it little creek, okay. but they burst okay, it open, so basically. So you can see I right be in there kind of this side, but I want to look in and see, is there anybody else in there? Whoa, that's not what I was doing. Okay, um... I don't know if I have to be in the square. It doesn't matter. You will see more if you're in the square. Okay. So I will reveal a little bit here of what you can see. You can see pretty much all of that. So you can see pretty much all of that area. Actually, you can see you'd be able to see back to there. Yeah, I'll just do that whole bit there. So that's about okay. what you can see. Um, okay. Within your line of sight, you do not see any creatures in this building, but you can roll a perception check. Uh, sure, why not? So perception is a nine. <laughs> uh, you don't hear Natural anything four. either. Okay. You see that there's a, another smaller room in the corner, and then there's like a, a barricade that's like floor to ceiling. It's kind of like a semi-wall that's blocking okay. line of sight to the back corner as well. Okay. Uh, that I'll just have that be my turn. Okay. Next up, Sirio is there. Um, Sirio doesn't hear that you have stopped, so he's going to continue his run. Get right up next to Jessup. I'm going to Frampton. Actually, real quick, Jason, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but can I cast shield on myself? Sure. That's my standard. Okay. Rampton obviously thinks that there's people in this tower. Um, given the behavior of the goblin. So he's just going to kind of pace up a little and give a perception. Okay. Natural 2029 with your plus four for Kenny Observer. So a 33. Um, I believe the penalty for listening through a door is minus 10, I want to say. That sounds right. I have door ears. Oh, oh then in that case. <laughs> I, have a, uh, I, I have a cup in my hand, and I put the cup up against the, you know. Yeah, so um, through a closed door is, oh, through a closed door is plus 5, okay, to the DC. Right. Um, you are able to hear a little bit of shuffling on the other side of the door. Multiple footsteps shuffling over there. But they are not, they're not like at the door. They're some distance away from the door. A little bit. But they're close. Okay. I think that's my full turn though, right? Uh, I can't relay that, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Listening at a door would be more involved than just sight, yeah. Brings us to Aiden. Um, he is going to uh, functionally, mechanically delay. But he's going to shout out to Frampton. Frampton, get back! I'll watch the door! Jessup, just check that one behind me! And he'll point there. Uh, and we'll... Uh, yeah, we'll del delay. Delay. Uh, okay. Hmm. -hmm. 
Yeah, but delaying will mechanically do the same thing. He'll five foot step forward and ready. If somebody bursts through that door, he'll take a shot. Okay. Top of round six, we have Jessup. You got it, my boy. So he will move over and uh, open the door. Okay. You open that door and let me reveal it. It's been a long time since I revealed stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. You can see about you have six seconds. that much of the room as you open the door. Uh, you don't see any creatures in your line of sight, but you can roll a perception check. Um, Just a real quick perception check to see if you hear anything. Okay. With a 15, you hear the, f- like, very faintly some movement behind the barricade, but you, with a, with only a 15, you can't discern anything beyond just some movement. So I hear something in here? There's something in there, yes. Um, so I guess I'll, I, I think there's somebody else in here. Okay. Kieran, that Are goes to you. red beds? Uh, no, no. There's some maroon ones, but they're not okay. distinctly red. I just want to make sure, because I know that that's one of... Yeah. Uh, so Kieran's going to... You would have heard Jessup's voice, by the way. Okay, that's what I thought. So Kieran's going to move... 30 feet in to see what's behind there. Okay. As the trap goes off, you take no. I don't know if they're on the token level. Oh, yeah, we can see them. Okay. You see two female figures that are fairly emaciated, um, bruised, uh, and ragged clothing. Um, but they uh, are chained to each other. Their legs are chained with a three-foot iron um, uh, chain between the between their ankles, and they seem to be kind of like half cowering down, um, looking around, um, almost like in a defensive stance. And I can show you what they look like. There's one, and then like there's taste right there. and then there's the other. Okay, yep. so you said they're Help. chained. Their ankles are chained together at a three-foot chain. Yes. Okay. He's What's gonna look at. Mouth? He's gonna look at them, and just put like a finger to his lips to be like shh, and then he's gonna take another uh, second move action technically to move up to this door and then listen to the door unless it's open. Is that door? Open? That one is not open. Roll a perception okay. check. A twelve. You don't hear anything. Okay. All right. That'll be my turn. Okay. Brings us to Sirio. He's going to continue. Again, he can't hear any of the directions, so he's just going to keep moving. (laughs) (laughs) He's a one-man army. And we're back to Frampton. Holler out. Um... Right, I think there are a bit of people behind this door. We might want to be careful, and then he'll Okay. So you move back a little bit. Sirio sees you move back and he kind of looks, he spins around. And he's like, oh. He now understands what's going on. He can, he can visually see the plan. Frampton's like, <laughs> makes little people motions. Uh, Iden, it's back to you. Ready to action did not occur. 
Um, yeah, he'll motion for Sirio to get back and out of the way. Um, as he'll move there. Okay. Um, with a readied action. Again, same condition if anybody comes through that door. Um, yeah. Okay. Top of round seven. We're going to probably drop out of initiative here for a little bit. Um, Aiden, Frampton, and Sirio, they are looking at the door. You don't see anybody immediately pushing it open or anything like that. You, from this distance, you don't hear any commotion either. Um, Kieran, you're at that door down there. You don't hear anything in there. Do you open it in what would be the convening rounds? Yeah, I would try to stealthfully open it, but I've got a plus one to my stealth, so okay. I roll a ten. So okay. I um, almost perfectly average. The door this creaks door. open a little bit on the hinges. Um, you okay. look inside, and... It looks like this is just basically the privy. He kind of like gags. Exactly. He's like, Ugh. of course, Kieran is the, the one, door. right? Of okay. course, Kieran's the one to find the bathroom. <laughs> Jason so. wasn't lying before when he said that the guy went into the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, no, the, the guy went into the bathroom. Did Kieran look. get a look to see if they have sinks to wash their hands? Uh, I oh. doubt they'd have sinks. That is mm. unsanitary. I bet he washed it in the next privy. Well, I mean, they're probably just holes. They're not like... I, I doubt they have running water. They're probably just holes so that dump out time. into the water down below. Because it's right, oh, next, to the, it's right oh, next to the river. Oh. Hey, yeah, goodness, right Kieran didn't fall in that water. Oh, that's just... Uh, oh, are, what are these barbarians? Uncivilized. I mean, this is basically medieval times, but okay. He's like, I'm definitely not joining the Rangers now if this is how they... Jason's over here like, what do you expect? Like, indoor plumbing? <laughs> like, this is fantasy world, right? They've got magic, but they can't yeah. work out waste disposal. Yeah, sir, I mean, the kitchen where they collect water is upstream, so it's fine. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so... Well, they get it from the other side of the river. Yeah, the, the kitchen's down here, downstream. <laughs> <laughs> so what is everyone doing then? So Jessup would have on his falling round, because Kieran didn't say anything when he saw those two, so Jessup doesn't know. He just saw Kieran kind of blitz by. Correct. So Jessup would run down kind of all like in a somewhat defensive stance and realize that he sees these two, and then he would attempt to commune with them and, and uh, calm their nerves with his charisma. Okay. What do you I didn't will Oh, sorry. While that's happening, he's just gesturing back to Sirio and Frampton for them to move back, and he will keep an active perception on that door and that door. Okay. So you're moving back. Frampton's going to the other building over there. Uh, Jessup, what do you say to them to try to calm them down? Jessup comes in and then kind of puts his hands up, all, you know, trying to be passive. And... Oh, well, hello there. Don't worry, darlings. We're here to help the cavalry. I'm uh, Jessup, one of the rangers. You know, kind of step ever so, you know, slowly forward, and why don't you uh, take a load off? Just, just uh, rest here. We'll have somebody come in and uh, get these chains off you here momentarily. How you do it? <laughs> so like they both calm them down. Go ahead and roll dis uh, diplomacy. Sup, girl? <laughs> so I will <clears throat> roll that as perform oratory. 
<laughs> waggles eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, he gets a plus two for waggling eyebrows. <laughs> so with a twenty-eight, you um, try to calm them down. They once you mention that you're a ranger, they both kind of straighten up in a a a more a, as good a posture as they can get in their malnourished form. Um, and if there was some sort of ranger salute, they give it. And the one uh, says. Rangers, that's good reinforcements. We're rangers as well, new rangers. Um, but uh, we were hoping that there'd be a patrol or something come by. Uh, a few, a few have come by in the past several weeks, but they've always been caught off guard and ambushed. But it, it's good that you managed to survive this far, I guess. Um, how many are you? Uh, we're three rangers strong, but we have a few other compatriots with us as well. Alright. Better than nothing. Um, my name is Mila. And this is Agip. Jessup will, you know, take off his hat and, and bow. Then uh, he'll kind of look back over his shoulder and... Uh, Aiden, go give Frampton. We need his lockpicking skills. Uh, one of the... One of the hobgoblins did have keys. I don't know if they were one of the ones that you might have met, but that might be easier. I don't know. Uh, we have met some hobgoblins, and they have met a uh, timely end. Well, why don't you... Uh, I can go check it? while you're talking, so I'll hear that, and I can okay. go to the like the big one down here to see if this one has keys. Okay. So you go over to that hobgoblin and begin inspecting. Aiden, you said you were focusing on this this door? Yeah, okay. mostly, and he's watching Frampton too. Yep. When he hears Jessup tell him to go get keys, I'll make a stealth roll, move at the reduced speed, um, grab that body, and drag it back. Okay. Seeing if it has any keys. Okay, go ahead and roll stealth check. Don't forget the penalty for the door. So you, you called her ape for a second. How do you pronounce that? A geep? A geep. A geep. At least that's how I'm pronouncing it. Um, that works. I just thought you said ape earlier. Nope. A jeep. A jeep. A jeep. A jeep. you. You stealth up there. You grab the body and you pull it back. Um, the door doesn't open. Check too. Yeah, you can yeah. do a perception check up there. Just to see if I was noticed, or if there's more rifling. Oh, my thirty-three is not. Uh, you don't hear any other rifling. Um. Yeah, you you don't hear anything. Okay, any keys? On that body, no. Um, uh, Frampton, what are you doing? Are you just listening at that door? Or are you bursting yeah. in heedlessly? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Okay, roll a perception. Replenishing arrows. How many can I get off this guy? Okay, uh, one second. Uh, Frampton, you don't hear anything in that room. Uh, there's there's nothing in there that you hear at all. Um, okay, it'll moonwalk back. Okay. So, Aiden... So, on the... That is a soldier. They have... He only has 16 arrows left. 
Okay. But he has 16 normal arrows in his quiver. Anything of note else? Um, He's got, st- like, equipment. So he's got, like, Masterwork Breastplate, Masterwork Shield. Uh, he's got a Glaive Masterwork Battle Axe. Um, he's got other, like, Cloak, Backpack, Bedroll, Signal Whistle. Yeah. Uh, sure. Composite Longbow. Uh, he does have I one... Hobgoblin form. Yeah. Um, and you can't detect magic, so you don't know if anything that he has on him is magical. Um, all The weapons and armor look nice, so you don't know if they're magical or not. Um, down by uh, Kieran on the other body. Yeah, you, I didn't. With a three, you have literally no idea what these could possibly go for in any economy. Um, I could trade these for a day rations, maybe. <laughs> so, Kieran, looking over the other body there, you find um, a couple of uh, vials, like like a like a couple of vials. Uh, like, like filled with stuff, they're not empty? There are one, two, three, four, five empty vials. And then one, two, three, four, five that have stuff in them. Okay. So empty vials, five. Occupied vials, five. Okay. Um, obviously, she has her own. Again, are you detecting magic? I was going to just, you could give me the list of stuff and then assume that I was detecting magic. Okay. But... So those vials, obviously, are magical. Uh, magical armor. The the weapon detects as magic briefly, but then goes out. Oh, must have been like a magic weapon. Um, so, otherwise mundane. Cloak is magical. And the she had a key ring with three keys on it. Okay, so he will take that and then... <laughs> Do I even bother rolling spellcraft? Yeah, you can roll spellcraft. Just tell me what you're rolling. Yep. Um, so... The vials, there are multiple different vials. So there's one, two, okay. three, four different types. Five okay. vials, four different types. So I will roll four spellcraft for the four different types, and you can just choose yep. I'll just the go order. Down. I'll just go, just go down the line. Okay, so one, two, three, four. So okay. 20, 29, 29, and 13. So two vials of magic weapon. One vial okay. of Bear's Endurance. One vial okay. of Bull's Strength. And okay. you are unable to identify the, the final vial. And then she has uh, armor and cloak were the only other magical items there. Okay, so armor is a 20, cloak is a 29. Okay. Uh, just plus one breastplate. Okay. And a cloak of resistance plus one. Okay. Which I think all of you already have, but still a plus one breastplate si- size for a medium creature. Uh yeah, medium. Okay. Serio also has a cloak of resistance plus one, so he's good. Um, so Kieran's gonna take the key rings and the vials. He's gonna put the vials and the empty vials and the full vials in his haversack, but he's gonna leave the cloak and the breastplate there for now. Okay. During that time to Sirio, he'll do that eyes to the door thing. Uh-huh. And then um, 
will go to loot any bodies that uh, Kieran missed and recover his greatsword. Yep, so as you do that, you begin to move away. Sirian actually latches onto your arm, points back at the door. You turn real quick, and in a split second, you see the door is, like, cracked open, and there's, like, somebody looking out. But the moment you turn around, the the door closes. So there's definitely somebody at the door, and they're keeping an eye on the courtyard. Um, he'll rifle on this body, grab the signal whistle, and kind of like push it into Serio's chest, give him a nod, and take off still. Okay, Serio will take the signal whistle. He's not entirely sure what... I, he's he's assuming that he's just supposed to blow it blow it if they come out, right? Yeah, that's so that's that that's what he's gonna do. Um. Okay, and then you're moving to the other bodies. Yeah, the other bodies. He's only gonna check out that one because it's on his path. Get his great sword, chat up with Kieran, see where they're at, and then he's gonna run back mechanically. So okay. he's gonna try to hustle down and then run back. So the prowler that you saw on your path just has um yeah i mean he's got some stuff on him again he's got he has that one has 18 arrows if you wanted more arrows i'll grab the arrows throw them into that room um other than that there's not a ton on here that like there's more empty vials um right it seems He's just that, looking quick. Yeah, just uh, grabbing yeah. the essentials. He's Look, not looking like... quick. Then you would just see some empty vials, arrows. I mean, and again, he has armor, longbow, longsword, backpack. Yeah, he's not like patting them down to find his hidden coin purse. He's just grabbing. Gotcha. Oh, here's some arrows. Yep. I'm toss yep. that in there. I'll double back to grab him. He gets his great sword. Yep. Um, he'll swing around. Uh, if this guy had any arrows, he'll grab him. Kind of make a little stockpile. Uh, this himself. guy. Yeah. Uh, no arrows on on her. All right. Then, uh, yeah. She does have javelins, but no arrows. <laughs> yep, there he goes. Five. He wants those javelins. Five javelins. He wants those javelins. <laughs> He'll grab the javelins. Okay, I think each javelin weighs three pounds or something like that, so... Well, he'll hustle to there and just kind of throw them. He's, like, just stockpiling a small okay. cache of, gotcha. like... So if anyone else needs stuff and things, okay, and then from there, run the sixty feet. So two rounds, two and okay. a half rounds to clear the distance. And uh, by that point in time, Kieran could have returned with the key. Yep, I will return with the key, and then I don't know how you feel about this, but like I just want to get a general sense of like emotion from them i don't know if it would be sense motive or if it would just be perception like you can do a sense motive plus zero Trust 16 they are definitely malthoony spot no oh no um, he slits their throat with his glaive you can see that they are frightened and i mean again tattered clothing bruised bodies malnourished emaciated mm-hmm. um however they are still standing with um like purpose there's like their eyes aren't dimmed or anything like that like they are aware of the situation they're slightly worried but the fact that they see other humans around them it's almost like they're like getting into 
getting back into gear sort of a situation they okay. they definitely seem to have uh a measure of experience okay so uh so he will um kind of he'll move up he will unlock their um what it well, their, yeah, manacles. They, yeah, their their ankle. Well, I like to think it was padlock, and I'm like, yeah, you you put weird. a key in, it doesn't work. You put the second key in, that one works. You mm-hmm. open the one, open yep. the other, so you free them of their chains. Uh, all right. Uh, I hate to rush you on this, but do you have any information on you know who else might be here? Uh, we we have a, a little bit of information. Um, I don't know how useful it would be. They don't allow us in the tower. Um. Actually, I don't think they're allowed very many places. So if you're asking them what they... So they will say, I don't know if you're aware, but I probably should warn you that there is a dragon uh, in the fort uh, at the is upper Is it tower. here? Is it here right now? Yes, it, uh, it came back yesterday. All right. Uh, it it we... leaves every other week or so for a couple days. Um, it just came back recently, though, so it's probably going to be here for a while. He curses um, Ajira's breath in Draconic, knowing that they probably had an opportunity yeah. and metagaming. It. it is day, I think it is day 41 or 42. It just returned on day 40. So You it, didn't need to share that with us, Jason. It you left. Um, it. it actually left a couple days after you guys left the fort. Three days passed. Then you started making your way back. And so it actually just arrived not too long ago. So it was there the first time we showed up. It was there the first time. You know that because it, it roared out when you were running away. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it was there the first time. And the amount of time that it took you guys to leave and come back was perfect for it to have arrived like the day before you showed up. I remember the roar, but I wasn't sure if it was like roaring back or, or what that was that interaction. Like on its way back from the sky. Where, uh, where is this dragon? I mean, we uh, came through here and we had quite the scuffle and no signs of it yet. It it doesn't come out into the courtyard. It's it pretty much stays in the tower the whole time. I the only time that I've ever seen it outside of the tower is occasionally it will go down into the river. I don't know if it's just taking a swim or fishing or something, but it it'll occasionally go down in the river and then come back a couple minutes later. It doesn't usually stay long, but ninety percent of the time it's in the tower. Also, also, if we had come at a different time, we passed by the river, we'd just see a dragon with a fishing pole <laughs> cast his line. No, I don't, don't mind me. Don't misunderstand it. It's not fishing with his with the pole. It's, it's using its claws. Got its tail in the water like a yeah. angler. Just whistling. Other than that, there's smoke circles coming out with each whistle. There's the commander of the fort, Igara. But um, if you have the key, then you must have dealt with her. I assume you've dealt with the guards at either of the bridges. Um, there's there's a kind of a sub-commander, Salicate. He has a, a couple men with him in the tower, but again, we are not allowed in there. So we don't have a whole lot of intel in that regard. Um, we've heard mention of them talk about a, uh, a sort of chaplain that is in the, in the forge. But again, we aren't allowed in the forge so don't have much information there either we were pretty much kept into the courtyard in this building they don't allow us to go many places 
But I guess, can they tell us just by description what each of these buildings are and if they think there's hobgoblins in them? I can tell you what the buildings were, but what they've done with them since, I don't know, because we're not, we haven't been allowed in there. Uh, the one building slightly more to the north on the on the one side of the, of the garden was uh, it, it was an armory. It's where we kept our, our weapons and such. Don't know what they've done with it since. Uh, every once in a while, some of them will go in there and stay for a couple hours and then head out. Um, I don't know if there's any in there right now. Uh, the other building was the forge. Um, and uh, I don't know if they've repurposed that or if they've kept it as a forge. Um, again, I haven't been in there for weeks, so... Whatever changes they've made, I, I can't help you with. Uh, the building to the far south was the the kennel for we had hunting dogs and whatnot, which I think were probably all slaughtered. But it was just a a, a building for the animals. Okay. How long has the uh, been taken over? It's been several weeks now. Um, I don't know if it's quite been a month. It might have been a month by now. I haven't been keeping track, but it's been a while. Four, five weeks. I don't know. Something like that. So do we know from a time frame? Was, was that before or after the attack on Feindar? Best you can tell. It sounds... Again, they don't have an exact date, so you can't say for sure, but it is comparable in time to the attack on Feindar... And probably slightly before the attack on Riston. Where is Auburn, by the way? Auburn's I in the forest. Gonna... Okay. Yeah, I was gonna. Maybe we Once... probably want to get her and hold up in here like a command center, I guess, since we have the security. That was exactly my thought. Once they have like great ranges, like... think alike, huh? Yeah, things have slowed down. Aiden was uh, gonna Isn't tell Sirio to go in there join them, uh, get somebody else. Who's in the fort. Um, I guess my my guess would be to uh, get Auburn in here, keep a close eye, and then uh, go through each one of the buildings here, make sure they're clear. Then we get to go slay a dragon and the sub-commander. Get somebody to watch that door and stand guard and then Aiden will take his time now a bit more to go this way. I probably could write... um, because I have parchment and stuff, just write down instructions for um, Serial and uh, let him sit, I don't know, if he wants to stay near the crates with the whistle or something, and if somebody breaks, if they come he out, he can blow again. Yeah. After an oh, hour, he can hear. Oh, okay. He can hear. Yeah, and so Aiden will whistle some uh, bird call out that Auburn would recognize to know to, that it's safe to come make our way to the fort the way that we came. Okay. Uh, and while he's waiting for her, he'll wait for her at the bridge and begin properly rifling through each of these bodies and taking anything of worth. Yep, you see her uh, come across the, the edge of the forest, and she's kind of like squinting in your direction because from a distance she can't see. Um, but she starts making her way up the trail until she's able to see the bridge, and then by the time she gets to that side of the bridge, she can see you more clearly, and she makes her he'll, way across. Uh, walk over and help her across the bridge. Yep. You take her across the bridge, bring her... I, I put her token on the in the barracks there, so... Okay. Everybody's in that room now. Anything of interest on these? And, like I said, he's just dropping uh, 
throw like consumables, throwables, arrows, stuff like that, and then any stuff of significance. Yeah, so I mean they have arrows. Uh each of them have a decent number of arrows, so Okay. You could have upwards of another forty. I will put another forty into my inventory. Um other than that, what you notice is um this one and this one still have uh vials that are not empty. Um, I can... And between all of these ones out in the courtyard, you could find uh six alchemist fire if you wanted some of those. Yeah, it's like them. Sure. And this one here had a single thunderstone that he had not yet used. Okay. And he's able to identify it as a thunderstone because he saw one being used. It looks the same. Uh, I'm going to say if you, even if you couldn't, Frampton could because he has uh, knowledge. Um, he has craft alchemical. alchemy, and I, th- I think those are alchemical. So they are. Um, yeah. You can eventually identify alchemist fire thunderstone. The vials you'd need to roll spellcraft, but if you want, you, we can hand wave this way. He'll uh, grab all that stuff, including the plus one breastplate. If Kieran didn't grab it, okay. I'll go ahead and take that. Um, and uh, we'll have a cache of supplies if any of the surviving rangers want to grab some of the masterwork or nicer items. We'll bring a few of them as well. I'm now picturing Aiden in a female breastplate. Yep. <laughs> it's got well, the... Well, uh... I did, I did yeah. look. I did look. If you look at the art, it is actually not uh, not gendered. The The armor just looks like, you know, armor. Which is kind of cool. Just like Brandon of Tarth from Game of Thrones. Just looks like armor it's unnecessarily sexualized oh (laughs) (laughs) unnecessarily Uh, oh okay let's play into the racist stereotypes that exist in our medium that's what i like to do (laughs) yeah it actually is just a midriff of a breastplate Um, well to be to be fair we we do have some equal parts we we already have established kieran as one willing to show a bit of flesh (laughs) yes yes oh there we go so kieran can not really use it but use it because yeah. uh, it'll always show off his abs but uh yeah so you can you can grab the breastplate there and uh um, bring that in with you if he attempts to like could he fit into it it's technically medium sized it's suited for a female so it is slightly smaller frame so it's a bit tight fit but you can fit into it mechanically and it's better work than what he does have um, so he will go ahead and don it, which will take a period of time. Um, uh, donning I'll... a breastplate will take a, uh, like two minutes, I think, at least. Yes. I have the feet that lets me don quickly. As you... part, I think it's an, part of endurance lets you do it quickly. Um, or one of them, one of the ranger things. Yeah. Yeah, so donning which... armor, getting into and out of armor. So a breastplate... Removing it takes one minute. Donning it takes four minutes. But with some assistance, it can go a bit faster. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can put on the plus one breastplate if you yeah. so wish. And then he'll he'll bother the forge girl. What's her name? The Karen haircut. Or oh, which one's the Karen? Joskar. Kining. Oh, Kining. Kining. Okay. He'll ask Kining at some point to resize it for him. Okay. <laughs> Kieran looks at him and says, Boy, Aiden, you grew some parts there. Uh, we do what we have to to survive, uh, Kieran. It's better armor than what I've got. 
You know what? Now is the time when I'm glad I don't actually wear armor because I'm not sure I could. Uh, I'm not sure I could stomach wearing that. Looks What's pretty ridiculous. Whatever it takes, Kieran, as Syria would say, to survive. Sure, sure, whatever, whatever helps you get over the embarrassment. I completely understand. He's got a big smile on his face, and just until the end, does it does it hold true that you see a break? <laughs> just a bit. Yeah, he, this... he's trying to. This exact situation happened in Rune Lords, where my character, Rowan, uh, at the, the final boss of Book 1, had plus one breastplate, which was better than what I had, but I didn't wear it for those reasons. I, I very carefully and looked at the art before making my decision. Yeah, the art was very different like, for that other the art. I was going to say, because the other one was very different. Like, it was very different. Like, I would not have donned that armor, because it would have been... <laughs> unrealistic yeah anyways uh, this one yeah yeah so you sw swap armor there um what are the rest of you going to be doing here what does a plus one do over a masterwork uh um, so masterwork decreases the armor check penalty by one a plus yeah. one also does that but it increases the ac by one so it's so just... the only difference is that your ac goes up by one. Oh, that's not bad Okay. Ramsey shouts at the top of his lungs, Leroy Jenkins, and runs <laughs> into the tower. <laughs> um, did we ask them if they were aware of other captives that may be like out and about walking, or if they know um, of any that are being held, and if there's any sort of holding area, right. holding cell area? You didn't ask, but if you do, they would say, uh, I, there's, I don't know how many of them are still alive, but last I knew there were probably a dozen or so of the other rangers that uh, or were still alive after they surrendered. They're in the prison in the tower. Did you have any sort of leader? Was there anyone who was commander we, of this fort? Well, we had a commander, but uh, the dragon took care of him early on in the attack. The, right. You might have seen the gaping wall at the top of the tower. The commander and his confidants were up there in what was basically the command post. Dragon broke down the wall and, well, none of them made it out. Right. Didn't expect they would facing a dragon. Well, here, he'll pull out a couple trail rations. He'll say, look like you've seen better days. It's not much, but it's all I can give you for now. Thanks. That'll, that'll do. I'm sorry to bombard you with questions, but but what else can you remember? Anything about the layout of the, of the uh, tower? I know you haven't been there a while, and that you're new rangers, but can you remember anything? Uh, a little bit. Um, even before the attack, we were only allowed on the first floor. They, they didn't let us up into the upper floors, because... You know, we just joined, and there's a certain level of trust you have to earn before you can go everywhere. Um, I'm all too familiar with that. But uh, yeah, the the first floor is uh, it was fairly open. There's if you if you open the double doors, there's sort of a uh, kind of hallway um, that loops around into an open area. There's no doors in there. It's just an an open area that has a wall that kind of curves for about 15-20 uh, feet opens up to a central area there's what used to be a, a privy in there 
uh, on the right side, and then the prison is on the far back. Uh, there was a there's a door went to a set of stairs and then a second door that opened up into the prison. You might have seen from the outside the towers kind of got like a small room, like a semicircle that comes out of the the main tower. That's the prison in there. Uh, and then there's a large set of stairs that goes up to the second floor. Um, there wasn't a whole lot else on the that floor of the t tower from what I remember, but again, I have no idea what they might have done to change it. He nods, and then two follow-up questions. Where, if anywhere, does she suspect the dragon would reside? Uh, that's um, the top, and... top, top of the tower. That's, I assume, his lair. He spends most of his time up there. He doesn't really leave or interact with the, anyone else. He's just up there most of the day. Oh, that's interesting. Top of the tower, like on top of the roof, or like on the top floor? Like in the top floor. Okay, because we didn't see him. Yeah, not not on, like, this isn't like a crenellated tower. It's like, it's got uh, a... It's yeah. got like a thatched roof. It's got like a roof on it. So he's in okay. the top. Next, the final question is, um, if she were to guess, how many surviving rangers can they expect to find? Um, again, she'll say, as far as she knows, as far as she knows, there's a dozen that she knew of, but again, she doesn't know if those are still alive. Um, a dozen to save. A couple rangers will show up from patrols that get captured, killed. She doesn't know how many of them are killed or how many of them are captured, so she has no idea how many are still alive or how many have been killed, but last she knew there were a solid dozen. Karen will look at Aiden and say, well, it sounds like the tower is going to be our final destination, but I don't like the idea of having unknowns behind us, so my vote is that we clear out the rest of these buildings, make sure that we take care of any occupants inside. Maybe there are surviving rangers there that we can bring here and kind of gather together with Auburn. Otherwise, I think we, we know ultimately where we have to go. I say, uh, let's start down at the kennels and work our way uh, clockwise up to the tower. I, uh, I agree with your assessment. I, I think that our options are clear. We'll leave one of us to watch the door at the tower, if in case they decide to come to us instead. And Aubryn, if you'll be kind enough to tend to these two. What were your names again? The... One here will say, uh, my name is Mila. And the the one down here, she seems a little bit younger. Um, so this one here is probably early 20s. This one's probably late teens. Um, and she will say, my name is Agip. Hell not. Well, it's just always a pleasure to meet a fellow ranger. Auburn will take good care of you for what we can do. Uh, and we'll try to get you out of here as soon as we can. Auburn will step up and she'll kind of look to you and be like, I I don't know if you suffered many wounds from the battle, but I could uh, channel if you needed it. Or if you wanted to hold off until later, that's fine. I only have a certain number I can do per day, but if you need it, let me know. If I were to put a numerical value, I would say that I'm feeling about a 44 out of 74. I would be willing to sing Cadence praises. Okay. <laughs> she can channel five times a day 
each one channel. is. Channel, does she not have any other heals like tear light wounds or anything? I, yeah, she has that. It's just channel gets in everybody. Yeah. So. Um, I don't need it. So. Yeah, Jessup's uh, as a numerical value forty-seven out of fifty-three. So, I figured we could use that. You know, do channels before we go in the tower. So I say we sweep the rest of the floors here. Okay. There is more combat than yeah. So do you just want a cure spell then instead? Yeah, it's just a, a cure spell or two. Cure. She has one cure mod prepared today and one cure light. Only one of each? Yes. Uh, she has her domain spells, both strength and enlarge person. She prepared a bless just in case, a lesser restoration just in case, and then an, an obscuring mist just in case she had to get away. Yeah, that sounds wise. What are you at? I'm at 44 out of 74. Yeah, she's got a mod and a, and a light. Yeah. Whichever one, one you want. Even with uh, her caster level, I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming what she's a mod. She's a third level cleric, third level ranger, so it would be 1d8 plus 3 or 2d8 plus 3. 2d8 plus 3 um, would be enough to okay. just bring me back into the fight. No problems. And she rolls an 8 and a 6, so you get 17 hit points. Nice. And that's enough for me to feel comfortable to sweep the room and okay. see what we do. Jason, is it cold in here? In the game or in my room? Sorry. <laughs> Funny. Uh, in the game. Um, it is, is it cold. It's it's a bit chilly because um, you're. I think we are now mid March. We're in we're into the later stages of March, so it's not like too bad, but it's a bit okay. spring jacket kind of day. Yeah, you'd you'd probably want more than tattered clothing if you had it. But all right, so Kieran's going to pull out a heat stone and activate that. Okay, kind of in this general vicinity so that will provide warmth for anyone that's staying in this room that'll do Sirio's just out of luck up there on his own he he loves it he loves everything that's pain and gloom so I'm sure he's just in his element up there I honestly feel like he enjoys feeling useful and if he had a Talos standing watch would probably be it <laughs> he as you guys are leaving you can hear him mumbling to himself and he's as he's looking at the door, he's like, y'all better have a fire in there. I don't care how cold it is, I'll outlast you. The stinker. He's so dark. Alright, well I like Jessup's vote, or whoever, can't remember who it was. I like the idea of going southwest, trying the kennel first, seeing what's in there, just moving clockwise through the fort. Maybe stopping back here and then I don't know how the tower's gonna go. Full meat resistance there. Obviously, that guy running away was running towards something, whether it be the dragon or other reinforcements. We don't know, but we should probably assume that they know we're here. Yes, yeah, so let's uh, make haste. Okay. Okay. So you okay. guys, whoops, you guys make your way oh. to the kennel. Uh, Iden rolls a crappy heal see. check. Well, yeah, it was just to see how they are. As far uh, as they, you just said like they're starved, but yeah, so they have non-lethal damage. They're not doing great, but it's mostly non-lethal damage from starvation, which cannot be healed naturally. I mean, cannot be healed magically. So, st- <laughs> so can't come back from starvation. Starvation <laughs> has to be healed yeah. through time. 
Just okay. wait here for Aiden to get down through. Kind of pull him aside. I, come here. Hey, what's up, Chester? Uh, you you fuck up back there. Fuck good. Hey, um, I keep in there. She's close to your age. Pretty cute, wouldn't you say? Uh, both of them are close to my age, Jessup, but I have little time for romance. What? What do you mean? Hey, the way that uh, you fight in combat, you might have uh, not much time left. I'm just saying, if you need help, Uncle Jessup is here to give you advice. Alright, Jessup, I'm wise enough not to know to throw away that opportunity. In a couple of months' time, if I'm feeling better about the idea of love, I'll come back to you. How about that? And then he gives him a smile. She was pretty cute. That's gets a big old grin. Let me roll a perception, see if Auburn heard that. She has she can work on the other side. Nah, she didn't hear it. Huh. <laughs> I mean That'd be a good team though, have have Jessup on Aiden's side, have Auburn on the other side. Uh, have a bard on one side and a half-blind lady on the other. <laughs> hey, did you get a look at that youngster there? Not a lot of suitors in the old Fangwood, if you catch my drift. Like, what? <laughs> what? No, there's not. They feel like, they just look at him. Do you have any bread or apples? It's like, we're anything? literally starving. <laughs> we haven't. It's like, this is the like furthest thing from my mind. So... Yes, but what's your initial thought on Aiden's appearance? <laughs> I mean, I... he has a very punchable face. Do you have any bread? <laughs> he does have quite a punchable face. Uh, yeah, there's... but he's got a great personality. If there's yeah, any... Actually, that's not true. He doesn't. And do, you have any... do you have that's any bread? Not... And <laughs> He has rations! <laughs> can I take you out a date? We can go stand, stand next to a uh, catapult, share some rations. I don't oh, like where this boy. conversation's going. Okay. okay. I'm just trying to help out any way that I can. Moving on to the kennel. <laughs> Um, Cranston opened the door hoping he died. So, like, why does it always end up talking about like relationships? So, uh, what was that? It's funny that it's always Jason, too. (laughs) I want to see Jason roleplay that. I just want to see it. It's probably going to be nuggets of knowledge. You really don't. I don't. Most most people think I'm fine to handle off screen. Um, So, you guys come down to the kennel here. Frampton goes to open the door. And it doesn't open because it's chained. And Frampton's like, oh, it's chained. Why did I just try to open the door? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, but no, you do You do go to the door and you do see that a heavy chain holds it shut. It is chained from this side. Is it locked or just a chain? A, a, it looks like a, a pretty cheap padlock is is locking the chain so it is chained and locked but you could attempt to disable it if you so desired yeah i've got keys here if you but if you need the practice that's fine too and i i also, I also want to pr- lock picking skills oh, okay i so frampton you start to disable it and they try to stop you but you open the lock before they even get to you, uh, DC 20, so you're able to disable the lock there first try. I can see a very cockily oh, oh, oh what was that? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so open the door for him. I imagine he's not oh, even he's looking not at the lock, Whoa. he's just looking at us. Looking at Kieran as he does the lock. As he does the lock, and then it just I'm sorry, what'd you say? 
Right, okay. right. You know, you're pretty good at that, so I wouldn't want to make it too easy on you, you know? Oh, right, right, right. And then uh, he'll rip the chain off the handles. Okay. You pull the chain off the door. No, um, I rip the chain okay. off the you door. You rip the chain off the door. It echoes through the forest. <laughs> um, do you open the door? Yeah. Okay. You open the door. And it goes through all that to not open a door. <laughs> no, no, he does all that and it goes, okay, on to the next building. That was very classic, like, <laughs> right. But do you open the door? Yeah. Do you open the door? Do you step into the room? You. Do you step on that square in particular? You slowly. <laughs> I'll step. I pop a head in. You slowly push open the door. You pop your head in. And you see. A dozen cages line the western and northeastern walls of this wedge-shaped room. The doors of these cages are bent uh, off their hinges, some of them lying on the floor, crusted with dried blood. A double door is set to the northeastern wall, which is the one you just opened. It is slightly askew and chained. Uh, well, no longer chained. Um... Yeah, you're looking into the the room from where you're standing. You just see dozens or a dozen cages, all with the doors ripped open on the ground, crusted with blood. Clearly, I walk in. I take okay. a five foot step in. You step in. Um, you don't. I don't believe that there are any bodies of the dogs here. Actually, no. There's no. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, you see. You kind of, it's been a long time, but even so, you can, you can smell the faint trace of troll stench. Um, and you can see that there's dried dog blood that coats the floor of the cages. Um, there's knuckle bones out. There's some stray bones gristle. Uh, the walls and ceiling are smeared with awful. It's, it's a disgusting sight. Um, but there are no like dog corpses left behind. Probably eaten, fairly whole. I don't know about hobgoblins so much, but I know that regular goblins hate dogs. So it wouldn't surprise me if that hatred also runs in their larger counterparts. If that's the case, I can't imagine that these dogs went out in a good way. Oh, that's quite unfortunate. I rather like dogs. You... Well, if, uh... I'm just reading you. Go ahead, I'm just reading something. Oh, well, if there's uh, not really much in here, I probably want to press onward to the next building. Oh, right, right. We won't want to okay. delay talking about nonsensical relationships and nothing. Let's move. So, you do see um, what appears to be a corpse in the far corner of the building, actually. Like this corner this corner whoops whoops oh hello this corner um and this one it's not a dog corpse this one is a humanoid corpse human or humanoid humanoid i mean it's it's just like the skeletal remains so might have been human might have been elf is there anything of note on said corpse uh, so Kieran and Aiden are going up to inspect it. Okay. Um, don't you dare tell me it's another rot grub. Yeah, Joseph will just stay at the door. Joseph's <laughs> staying at the door. Framden, are you 
Where are you going? Frampton will stand right here, ready to rip any rock grubs okay. that potentially <laughs> enter his allies clean out. So you guys walk up to the corpse, and you can see that it's it's nothing more than skeletal remains at this point. Um, but it does appear to have a tattered green, well, most of a tattered green poncho. Um, likely was once a ranger, but is now very dead. Um, with a 19 heal check, Aiden, extraordinarily dead. Like, you could, it would be difficult to be more dead than this. Um, yes, can I determine the cause of death? Uh, cause of death was probably just being torn apart. And eaten alive. Limbs a limb and oh, he did not suffer a good fate. Well, it's like I wrote in chat. I bet you the dogs were starving and they threw the rangers in here, either as punishment or maybe to try to get him to talk. And who knows if he talked or if he had any time to talk. But that's uh, that's one. One of maybe twelve, she said. Right. Everyone roll a perception check. Uh, yeah, Aiden, you can roll again or keep the other one. I don't care. You don't care? Yeah, it's up to you. I don't know if... Is is that perception check one that you rolled at the door or is that one you rolled when you that were walking in? That was at the door. And okay. like as I roll was walking in, it, there's a collective... What's going on in here? Okay, so we have a... 15 for Kieran, 19 for Frampton, 6 for Jessup, uh, 16 for Aiden. Okay. Um, so you guys are kind of looking around the room. Uh, there's nothing super interesting that you can see. Um, actually, Frampton... No, because of the distance. You don't, you don't see it either. Because you're not in the building. Otherwise, you would have seen that? it. What's that? I walk in and then reroll? <laughs> you can you can walk in the building and if you want and have that rule, that's fine. But uh, if you're just at the doorway, you wouldn't see it. Okay, so if you're walking in to look at it, then you would hit the DC 23 with your canny observer to notice that there is a uh, a buried stash of items in the south corner over here. Doesn't canny observer have to be talking and whispering? Um, I believe it is spotting hidden objects or whispered conversations. So adding it in, you just hit the DC 23 perception check to notice it. There's a loose stone in the floor, it looks like, and you can barely see something peeking out from under it. Okay, so you... I feel like this scene is very, like, investigator video game, like, where you've got, like, 13 suspects that you're looking to try to find, and you, like, find the first one, scratch it out of your investigator's book deceased you know yep move on to the next one and, and meanwhile the guy doing the worm behind you towards a stash under the floor <laughs> you go over to the stash and you kind of lift up the stone to see what's in there and as you do you hear a noise coming from behind you a soft wailing noise as appearing out of nowhere is this creature like just bait us into finding that and then Look oh you face. can totally take that roll and go into the room right? Frampton yeah. no you, you have, that was your decision oh, was like, you oh, barely God. meet the DC of you want to keep that 26 that's okay yeah, keep that if you want to I'm so, just a benevolent GM Jessup will 
relatch the door with the chain and go to uh, <laughs> a jeep that hopefully she wasn't They're all dead. And, yeah. Jason, real quick, I had meant to ask this earlier and I forgot, but the one vial that Kieran couldn't identify, would you ha- would you allow uh, Jessup a chance to roll spellcraft on that? Like while we were all talking yeah. back in the room? Yeah, you could have had somebody else roll on it. Uh, I'll just take a 10. I brought, I brought over a couple of vials, too. Okay. Sorry, I don't mean to hang that up, but it might be important. So, I'll just say, so, um, the vial that Aiden has is the same as the one that you didn't identify, so if okay. you can, if whoever wants to roll can succeed on this identification, you'll know both of them. Is it alchemical in nature, or just magical? It's a, It's just a potion, a magical potion. Uh, yeah, I was just taking a 10 for a 20. You uh, can still use alchemy 20, to identify potions, I'm not mistaken. 20 is 15 plus the caster level. Oh, I thought we determined we can for potions. You can what? Uh, you can roll, an, I think, a craft alchemy check, a perception check, and spellcraft to all identify potions. Perception you can do, yeah, by the rules. Um, I would allow, well, it's it's distinctly See, different from alchemy. Time. It's yeah, distinctly different from alchemy. We were like, magic's not technically alchemy. Like well, potions yeah. are fit on the alchemical thing, but it's like it's distinctly different. I will advocate, however, by default, the alchemist gets brew potion as a bonus feat. I think the flavor is pretty. And in Sandpoint, during the one thing, you could use alchemy to identify the potion in the game that they set up. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if they did that or not because Rowan did perception. Yeah, they did. That wasn't a I... game by the book. That was a ah, Sarah, my raw argument has fallen apart. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, I'll I'll let you roll at a at a higher DC. I think that's what we did last time was a, a higher DC for yep. alchemy. But uh, yeah, so we have a okay uh, yeah. eleven that wouldn't hit the normal DC. DC twenty, I think, just hits the DC because it is a. Second level spell, so caster level. No, third level. Second level spell. Anyways, it's it's enough to meet the DC. So, two potions of cure moderate wounds. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that might that might come in handy, maybe. Eh. We don't need healing. This is Iron Fang. We don't need it. If you don't mind, uh, Frampton one and Iron one, or Karen, did you want to hold on to it? Don't be my guest. Okie dokie dokie. Okay. I will remove it from the... Okay. Okay. Oh, I have two potions of Cure Light Wound. Just keep asking everybody else for healing, though. I forgot. (laughs) I forgot, too, until I opened up. Yeah, until I opened up the thing. I was like, I have two potions. I bought some from Vels. Yep. Yeah. I feel like potions are kind of like a last resort in combat. They are. I have a wand of reduce animal. Anyways, back to this situation here. No, no, no. Let's talk about the wand of reduce animal. This creature appears like out of nowhere. It just emanates into existence and wails uh, as it sees the three of you. You can see chains coming from the wrists and ankles of this creature that just kind of evaporate into nothingness as it begins to move towards Frampton. And I need everybody to roll initiative. I think I know what happened here and what this is. 
Are the clothes green? Is this a, um... The cloaks and stuff? Of the... It looks like Ranger Guard. The Spectre, yeah, I figured. Quite... That that became foreshadowing when I said, "Oh, it's quite a gruesome fate." No, gruesome enough. Okay, so we've got a twenty-six initiative for Jessup, a twenty-eight initiative for Frampton, a sixteen initiative for Kieran, and a thirteen for Aiden. Okay, I'll sort that. This creature rolled a thirty stealth and is incorporeal. So, it is going to be attacking you guys in the surprise round. Well, it can't attack, but in the surprise round, it is going to move over towards Frampton. Top of round one, uh, anything that was minutes per level is gone. Heroism is 10 minutes per level, so I would have had an hour and 10 minutes. So, you made it sound like you waited an hour for... Serio to not be deaf anymore. Okay. Yeah, it's probably so gone. I suspect anything that's not hours per level is probably gone too. I'll accept that. Um. So top of round one, it is Frampton. <laughs> so you don't know what this is without a knowledge religion, but it is you can you've seen incorporeal before probably. He weeps gently. We fought one. Yes. Uh, with this. The Wait, I fought. There. Yeah, you fought. fought one. I don't know if anybody else has fought one in this campaign, but you might have seen or heard of incorporeal. We, we didn't fight one, but the Math. money you guy did see the, the... You did see the ghost. So you've seen yeah. an incorporeal creature before. You know this is incorporeal. You just don't know what this is exactly. Yeah. But when it came, as soon as I opened that little stash... Um, it was... begin. Basically, it was going to appear... And I just wanted to know who was in the room and who noticed the you. stash. The stash was DC 23, so I wanted to... Basically, I was going to flavor it as whoever went to the stash would trigger it, but it was going to show up either way. Oh, okay. So it's not It's not like I get the vibe that it was inherently yeah. tied to that you, stash. You don't, just you don't feel like it's angry at you because of the stash. No. No, it looks like to me like it was drawn and quartered, pulled apart and eaten, and... That's why it's become a, uh, a specter. Yeah. Do magic weapons hit incorporeal creatures? Yes. Yes. That? So an incorporeal an incorporeal creature has no physical body, but it can it can only be harmed by other incorporeal creatures, magic weapons, or creatures that strike as magic weapons, spells, spellic abilities, and supernatural abilities. It is what immune. About dagger? It is immune to all non magical attacks. Even when hit by spells or magic weapons, it takes half damage from a corporeal source. So if your weapon is not a plus one or anything like that, you can do no damage. If it is a plus one, or if it's ghost touch, that's a different thing. But if it is a plus one, you do half damage. I feel like this is a job for Kieran, so I want to run away. Okay. For a minute. You can, you can, you could withdraw or you could acrobatics. Because if you withdraw, you could do something like this and get away. Um, Either of those. With withdrawing, you have to move back and then start to go to the side. Acrobatics, you could just go straight to where you want to go. 
but you move at half speed with acrobatics, so. Because I just want to get, like, here. Okay. So, do I well, then withdrawing is... Because you, you can move through Iden Square. Okay, and you, okay, well, then I can just withdraw that. Okay, so you withdraw yeah. back into the corner there. All right. That comes to you, Jessup. You saw this creature appear and then move to the corner. Can I uh, roll a religion check? Yeah, go ahead and roll knowledge relig. 19. You are able to identify this creature. You do not get extra information, but you are able to identify it as a specter. A lawful evil, medium, undead, incorporeal creature. And I will get some info about specters here. Once the page loads. They run. Maybe. Okay. So... Spectres are translucent, translucent, ghostly figures that fade into view from damp mist, their face contorted by wrath into a hideous mask. Spectres are evil undead that hate sunlight and living things. Most are the remnants of murdered or evil humans, their anger preventing them from entering the afterlife. Like ghosts, spectres haunt the places of their death and seek to draw others into the lonely abyss of undeath. Uh, a specter looks much like it did in life and can be easily recognized by those who knew the individual. Um, they retain a strong sense of identity and even ancient insane specters generally remain coherent. Um, evil historians and necromancers often try to ally with specters for the knowledge they held in life. So, that's what you learn about specters. That thing, uh, specter, must be the uh, ghostly remains of that uh, poor ranger. Um, it's super pissed and gonna kill you guys. I'd get out of there if I were you. Okay. Uh, do you move or anything? Or are you gonna. No, I'm gonna delay. Okay. That brings us to the Spectre. The Spectre's gonna five foot step over here. And it's gonna attack Aiden. It was flat footed. Oh no! Imagine if oh, I didn't, boy. the Commander of the Rangers is killed It's probably going against his touch AC, even. Yeah, this is not great. Golden Nat 20. Maybe I'll get a save. I'll roll it in the chat. 1d20 in the chat. Maybe I'll get a save. Hey, 12. That's going to be a 22 against your touch AC. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Okay, that's not good. You take five points of damage. Well, that's not good. And you take two temporary negative levels. No! No! Oh, not again! No! As this creature, time. this creature possesses energy drain two levels per hit. Which means on a critical, that is four levels. If you take seven, you die. You are one critical away from death. Actually, all of you that's are one not, critical. No, you're... That's not... Yeah, you're good. pretty much one critical away from death. Uh, but it only has the one attack, so you're fine. Moving on, we have Kieran. Frampton, I know what you want, but... I, we don't have time for that. We gotta get out of here and just pray that it doesn't follow us. And 
because like sunlight, we're light out now, so we should be good. He's going to. <laughs> Frampton's like, you me. know what I want? I don't know what I want. What do I want? Your <laughs> Frampton never said he wanted to stay. He found it and it immediately appeared. Like. <laughs> oh well, I was assuming that you were you wanted magic weapon like like before on the rapier. That's just what I was guessing. No. That. That's why you came over. I'm double no. moving to get out of okay. here. I'm going to move 50 feet back. Yep. Okay. You double move out of the room. Aiden. I see what you're trying to do. Good luck with that. It looks like you can't exit the room. Oh, that sucks, doesn't it? Actually, can I interject? Uh, You can go if you want, yeah. After... Kieran, I'll drop you down here. Okay. Biscuits are in trouble. So I didn't think about what you'll do, but we are actually that was Frampton, not Jessup. Dang it. Yep. Uh, Jessup, what are you doing? Jessup will. All right, guys, you got to get out of here, and he will cast haste on Frampton. Okay. So haste is something that you can cast at a distance and it will affect anybody that's within 30 feet of each other. So you'll only affect Aiden and Frampton. Um, but you are able to cast haste on both of them, yep. And then I will ready an action for when they leave. Um, basically, I'm going to bolt with them. Also affect him. Is he within 30 feet? No. No, he's 35 feet from Frampton. Okay. So Okay. only the two of them get it. Gotcha. So that is Jessup's turn. He casts haste. Iden, now it is your turn. You are hasted. Knowledge check. Sure, knowledge religion. I have invested ranks into it. See if you can roll high enough to get extra. Unfortunately, because of the minus two from energy drain, Ah. you missed the DC 17 to identify it as a specter. That's really too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, can we generalize that, though? Maybe he's never fought a specter before. You know it's undead, you know it's incorporeal. And can he put it to rest somehow? That'd be nice. That'd be the best thing for the poor ranger. Uh, you have no idea. Yeah, Josh the player with haste is thinking, ooh, extra attack. <laughs> <laughs> with your non-magical greatsword. Magical bow. Sure. Yeah. In melee. Good five foot step. I'm game. Do it. He also has a magical short sword. I'm I'm game. Do it. I'm all for this. Yeah. I'm all for it. Instead, he will withdraw now with the additional movement speed. Uh, what is my movement speed? Your movement speed should be forty, so you can move a total of eighty feet as a double move. Yeah. So it's 50 there. And uh, we'll catch all the way up with okay. uh, Karen. Top of the round, we have Frampton. Well, clearly Frampton wanted to stay, you know. Karen okay. knew what he wanted. He yeah, wanted to K- stay Karen in there. Karen knew what was up. He wanted to yeah. stay in there. Well, yeah. No, I, I knew what was going on, even if you didn't know. Yeah. Technically, 
Can he withdraw through that one space if nope, he wants to? Nope, yeah, no, you only don't provoke from the first square. The oh, square you're just starting the first. in. Yeah. But he can double move out of the room. It is Does now... Does haste increase your speed, too? Yeah, by yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, by... Your speed is now 60 normally. 60. Yeah. yeah. So I just single move out. Yep. So it is now this creature's turn. It's going to fly up to here. And... <clears throat> Tickle Jessup. Jessup, it goes out to... Uh, actually, it goes up to here. It goes out to touch you. But as soon as its hand gets to, like, the exact point where it would hit the door, uh, even though the door is open, you can see the chain on its arm goes taunt. And it it stops. It's, it's movement. It's trying to get to you, but it can't get to you from that point. Aww. And uh, that brings us back to Karen. Right? I was weirdly sad. Now you guys could that. just stand there was, and stab it. Yeah, that, that kind of... It's really sad because I we know the story. It's a ranger who is literally drawn and quartered, quartered, eaten alive probably, and just terrible fate. You uh, know, a I hero bet of Nermathis. Sirio is jealous. It's like, <laughs> man, if there's ever a way to go, that's that the way to go. Talk about me. a blaze! Talk about a blaze <laughs> of glory! Am I right, guys, or am I right? <laughs> it's not about the journey; it's about the end. How so, will you die? Kieran, are you doing anything? Oh, it's my turn. I'm so sorry. Um, so can I see that it can't come out? Yep, it's pretty clear. It can't leave the building, it seems. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to uh, hold a magic missile for if it somehow were to come out, but okay. I don't think it will. But if when Jessup moves, if it tries to follow, I'm going to magic missile. Okay. Uh, next up, it is Jessup. You will... Uh... Kind of look at the specter. Uh, I'm so sorry, my friend. And he will shut the doors. One move action, and another move action. Okay. Move back to the group. That would provoke the creature goes to lash out at you, but again, it can't get past the doorway. And as you close the door, you can hear it wailing as it, as the, it kind of like the wailing gets further away from the door. It takes an action. When do I get to go? I mean, you can go now if you want. It's just he closed the door, so I didn't know what you wanted to do. Uh, uh, I was going to try a five-foot step and take a couple of shots at him if the door didn't get closed. Uh, this door is closed, so you wouldn't be able to see him. Yeah. And from there... Yeah, I'll save the, I'll save the arrows. I was just going to try to kill it and set its soul to rest. Um, dealing half damage, there's no way you would kill it in one round. Not even with five attacks, no way. Uh, what's the maximum possible damage you can get if you hit with everything? If I hit with everything and got max damage on all of it? Yeah. Um, not including crits? Oh, I have energy drain now, which is something to consider. Mm. Um, it's like, what's your damage per arrow? My damage per arrow is I, right now, because of all the negs, I would get 1d8 plus 5. So let's just say 13 per arrow. If you hit it five times, half damage, no, you wouldn't kill it in one round. It's got more than 30, 40 hit points, so. You'd have to crit it, like, twice and then hit on your other attacks to kill it in mm -hmm. one round. Um, so you'd be better off saving your arrows. 
I'm sure, but... Aiden's knowledge is not perfect about the undead, and I think that in his mind, if he can slay it, might get some peace. But, um... Yeah, Frampton, in the moment that you were able to see into the stash, it looked like there were several bags of coins, um... And a pair of gloves and, and some sort of bead. But um, you didn't get a good look at what all was in there before the thing attacked. Uh, but the oh, doors... he brought it with him. Didn't you know that? Uh, I don't think he did. Yeah, yeah he did. Um, oh, I grabbed everything before I ran. I don't think so. Never yeah. did. I heard I him spend so. the move action. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Um, <laughs> but no, the door is now closed. What all do you want to do? I didn't. You don't look very good. It seemed to reach out and kind of grab a hold of inside of you. Are you alright? He's kind of got like his hand on his like chest as he's trying to catch his breath. I I am um, I, I'm alright for now. Thank you for your concern, Kim. I felt this before. I can't put it into words. But it's a sort of... I don't know, like like a painful... Nihilism or something. Right, I don't really know much about them, but I know that as soon as it... As soon as it came into existence, I felt a chill down my spine. We fought a white, right? Yes. That's what it was. Yep, you fought a white... Uh, I um I once met an old hunter. A white he had become after undeath suffering that. So so I fight I fought this before. It always leaves me feeling uneasy and sad. That someone's soul would be damned because in their last moments they faced such a brutal end. I always thought when Nolan told me the stories that it hardly seemed fair. And as they're walking back... I don't really know anything about them, but is there a way to put them out of this undeath? I assume just doing enough damage to it, but is there any other way to I mean, I can only imagine what it went through in order uh, to come back in such a horrible state. I didn't shrug his shoulders. Uh, my grandfather was just a community priest. He would tell me stories of holy warriors and paladins who could smite the undead and even those that could redeem them, but I, I don't know the specifics. And the other cleric I used to meet, uh, man of Torag, Oh. He could do a little to help them. But no one really knows. The planes are confusing and undeath is... He shrugs his shoulder. Nobody knows. He told me stories of the overpowered characters with smite evil. <laughs> I do know that different sorts of specters and undead and incorporeals some of them have special ways that you can set them to rest. Haunts, especially. But I've never encountered them in real life, and I don't remember much about them. 
I only invested two ranks. So well, I don't uh, know a lot. The, uh, rest of the fort goes a little better here. Maybe if we contend and take care of that black dragon stuff, we can come back and see if we can help this poor ranger. But for now, we have to uh, make sure we secure the fort. Ask a hand. I think that is the right way to move, Jessup. Uh, for what it is worth, that's. The creature in there seems bound to that place. Probably for the best. Well, let's go up here. I say, uh, we open the forge, maybe have two and two go in. Both, uh, rooms. Great. I think maybe Frampton and me on one side, maybe Jessup and Ijen on the other. Just to clarify, the uh, fence here is ten feet tall. Oh, there's no gate to the fence? You there's no gate, no. You have to either go in through the upper building or climb the fence. You could climb the fence. There's nothing stopping you from climbing the fence. It's just a fairly tall. Also, did you say that Auburn happened to coincidentally cast Restoration? Lesser, Lesser, Lesser. Restoration. She's only a third level player. She's multi-classed. <laughs> so, nothing to help. Don't me. worry. You'll get a Fortitude no. save tomorrow before it becomes permanent. Yeah, tomorrow you'll get a Fortitude save. So I have to suffer this consequence for this adventuring day. So the plan is for two of you to enter the forge and two of you to enter the armory? No. That's the old classic <laughs> party split. <laughs> nah. No, yep. I think we're we're checking out the forge. Going in! I thought, I thought two were going to the forge and two were going to the tower. Yeah, okay. exactly. No, 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 no. One person is going to the tower, one person's going to the armory, one person to the forge, and then the other person is going to fight the white. Or the yes. Like yes, yes, I like that yes. too. Jason loves this plan. Okay. We're drawing lots to see who gets to do what. So, Frampton, are you opening the door? Why, of course. Okay. So you open the door, and you see a little bit inside here... I'll do about it's the fire element much, I think way back in Feindar. Uh so you can see that far just from where you're standing. Roll another perception check. Yeah, look what that got me into last time. You hear a very soft snoring deeper in oh. the room. So, I just kind of give the old shh symbol, and then I'd. Kieran like to is gonna wave you over. What? He'll what whisper. What? Hold up! Hold up! Back up here! Back up here! Okay. It's and a very heavy sleeper. Sleep he will up. cast invisibility on you. Oh, excellent. I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were just talking to Frampton. I'll go back with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I... I... <laughs> Misunderstanding and all, you know, I just didn't want it to hear me, but... So now, invisible, Frampton will stealthily go in. That plus 20 is going to come in clutch. It's also sleeping, which he already takes a penalty for that, so... Yeah, so 51 plus whatever penalty to sleeping? I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, okay. it's minus 10 while asleep. Anyone coming close to the door, I also need perception. I'm um, uh, stealth checks. How close? As close as, like within um, ten feet. 
Because, like, if you're going close to the door, like... David's <laughs> 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 like, I am not amused. I am not <laughs> So, Frampton, you enter the room. Yep. And you see this. It is a... Very much looks like a forge. Um, you see one creature that is next to the anvil here it looks like it is just a goblin like not a hobgoblin just like a regular old goblin um sitting back in a chair kind of like arms crossed feet up on the anvil the chair is kind of like tilted back about 45 degrees or so um just kind of snoring there a little bit but it's very light it's not like a deep sleep but just a goblin just slacking off but it is a goblin it is just a regular old goblin yeah i am positive that it is a goblin as far as you can tell you can roll the knowledge local if you uh, want to yeah he's like give me a reason not to coot across this it's a a ranger in disguise (laughs) yeah it is not a halfling it is a goblin okay but is it a gnome yes Uh, it's not a gnome is it a other short sized race? Size goblet. Okay, so Frampton will stealth back out. Give you a stealth here. Okay. And he'll go, oh, right, I think it's a, a, a goblin. I'm fairly positive it's a goblin. Uh, should I kill it? Aiden will pull out his dagger and then look to Jessup and Karen and inquisitively be like, stabby, 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 stab. Right, but it might also have information. And if it's just a regular goblin, it would be easier to overpower and subdue than hobgoblin. You think we could gain any information just from trying to talk to it? And, you know, if worse comes to worse, it's four against one. Right. Not a terrible idea. Um, Aiden will sigh and pull out from his cloak <laughs> of many weapons um, some rope. <laughs> hey, that's valuable to some people in Mist Home. Uh, oh, yeah. I that's a good point. I should look for more rope. I don't rightly have a, a blunt weapon to use. Can't exactly knock something out with a rapier. Uh, I, I don't think that you need to knock him out. Just, just shut him up. Make it so he can't talk, and then. Well, if uh, we just wrap him up, get in there, oh, and okay. uh, we'll have Frampton well, go up and block the uh, exit there, and then we can block the exit here. I'll see if I can use some of my uh, fancy uh, woodsmithing, convince it, divulge information. Right, that's a that's a plan then. And Frampton will go up there and wait. So I, I'll finger gun Frampton. So I guess when Seed's in position, he can relay that. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. And uh, I'll go ahead and take I'll my stealth to, check. Yeah, I'll attempt to get in stealth. But do okay. my stealth pass, guess, Jason? Yep. Let me. How about you good. let me go first, Aiden? So then that way, if I fail, but I'm in, you can at least block the door from the outside. Yeah, we'll do. So I'll try to stealth in first. This is going to fail. Okay. Oh, I thought that was your stealth. I was like a twenty-five. That's actually, my stealth isn't terrible. I will actually, before we move... Um, so it's confidence in myself. Oh, 
way I can't do that. We decided we couldn't. Never mind. Right. Okay. So you're he's sleeping. moving into the room. Yep. Yep. So you enter the room, and as you do, uh, the creature does in fact notice you. Uh, even with a minus 10, it rolled uh, a 12 on the die, and with its perception bonus does beat a 9. So the creature kind of jostles to to be awake um, at the sound of you entering the room, and you can hear the sound in Frampton. You can actually see uh, the chair topple over as the creature falls backwards, startled, and forge. kind of rolls backwards a little bit away from the for uh, from the anvil and uh quickly like steps up and like pats pats it looks like a female hobgoblin pats down uh her clothes is like i was working i was wor-. wait a second female hobgoblin female goblin female goblin oh 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 sorry sorry did she say that in goblin yeah, yeah. uh in goblin she's she was okay. basically starting out saying is like i was working i was working and then she sees you and she's like you're not uh, Hobgoblin, what are you doing here? Well, hello. Uh, my name is Jessup, and I'm uh, one of the rangers that have come back, and we have retaken the fort. And uh, we are just coming in to get some information from you, if you would be so kind. Or you may meet the uh, end of, like, the other Hobgoblins in this area. She kind of <laughs> tilts her head a little bit, cocks and eyebrows, like, all right. Uh, sure. Um, I assume you're looking for the prisoners. They're in the building to the south. Dirty dog. You're referring to the kennels? Yeah. The only That's building the that it would be in that direction is the kennel that you just yeah. came from, yeah. And just a- <laughs> That's very funny there. Actually, uh, we were already there and uh, encountered a fallen ranger who was a turned into a white, and we have dispatched that as well. So, nice try. Wow, I, very impressive. To... Roll a bluff on that. Yeah, no, Ida's going to hop into to the aid. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but uh, it is the case. And he flaunts his oh, green poncho. Butter. This is gross. We have such high bonuses. I feel like Frampton. Um, I'll roll to aid. <laughs> don't bother. Um, <laughs> I want to anyway. Is that a don't bother as in with a, good or don't bother is very bad? With a very much higher than 16 cents motive, she kind of grins. Is like, very impressive. I'm sure it was uh, a very difficult fight. Um, you look Clearly none the worse for wear. She deserves to die because she knows what happened. She was clearly there when they killed the. the yeah, it was, it was a little bad. You, you can see that I've got blood on me, but uh, we were victorious in the end. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. You I are. speak goblin. Sure, you are. Well, no, sorry, really. boys. I uh, tried to do it my way. Diplomacy didn't work, so. I have a question for out. you. Uh, then you come back. Do you like pets? Like an animal for me, or do I like pets? I mean, I'd like to go rub down here or there. In general, I have a pet I'd like to show you. And she then uh, says, she says, Man Watcher, get out here! And coming out from the barrels is a creature that, uh, a six-legged creature. And as you're looking in that direction, 
you guys can roll a knowledge, I believe it is Dungeoneering. Stab it, Frampton! Um, what, actually, is that knowledge Dungeoneering? That might be knowledge nature. Roll it. They're the same for me. Um, I think it, I think this is actually knowledge nature. I'll, uh, uh, Did you roll a stealth? It is not knowledge nature. What is it? Knowledge arcana. Oh, I can't Natural see it. Beast. I'm not beast. there. Knowledge arcana. Do any of you have knowledge arcana? No, but if it's a magical beast, okay. I can roll it untrained. Jessup, you identify this creature. So a, a couple of things are going to happen. First off, a couple of things are going to happen. So we'll we'll go by this one by one. This creature comes out from behind the barrels and Jessup, out of the corner of your eye, you see it. You recognize this creature to be known as a basilisk. Oh. Oh, balls. Oh, that's not good. Then, as you're preoccupied with that, you look back at the goblin and the shape is changing. And what, what was a goblin now changes into a different creature. Roll a... I think this is Knowledge Planes. I was wondering why it didn't have a uh, token. You rolled me a Knowledge Local and you told me it was a gallon. You lied. Knowledge Planes. What if I don't have that? Then you're out of luck. Okay. You are able to identify this creature as a Barghest. Holy bonkers. Well, this is a sticky wicket, boys. (laughs) I'm going to read the descriptions for these two creatures. Then you'll be able to ask your questions. And then other things will happen. Like I said, a lot of things are going to happen here. (laughs) Hey, good thing we got that one stone thingy potion, didn't we? Okay. So 28 against the Basilisk. DC 15, so you get two pieces of information in addition. So this squat reptilian monster has, I'm sorry, eight legs. I thought it was six. My bad. Eight legs, bony spurs jutting from its back. I can show you here what it looks like if I'm on the right layer. Eight legs, bony spurs jutting out from its back and eyes that glow with pale green fire. The basilisk, often called the king of serpents, is in fact not a serpent at all, but rather an eight-legged reptile, it's a magical beast by the way, with a nasty disposition and an ability to turn creatures to stone with its gaze. Folklore holds that, much like the cockatrice, the first basilisks hatched from eggs laid by snakes and incubated by roosters, but little in the basilisk's physiology leads any credence to this claim. Um, that's the basics of what you get for a basilisk. You have two questions about a basilisk you can ask. Um, well, you can go ahead and talk about the gaze if you'd like. Okay. So, basilisks possess a gaze attack. This gaze attack turns a creature that fails a fortitude save to stone permanently as the flesh-to-stone spell. This gaze has a range of 30 feet... And like I said, DC fortitude negates the effect. But the gaze is every round, unless you avert your gaze, in which case there's a percentage chance you don't have to make the save, or 
you basically blind yourself, in which case everybody has total concealment, but you don't have to roll the save at all. Um, otherwise, you have to make the save every round. A creature petrified in this manner... Uh, this is part of that. So a creature petrified in this manner that is then coated, not just splashed, but coated with fresh basilisk blood is instantly restored to flesh. A single basilisk contains enough blood to coat 1d3 medium creatures. So as long as there's not a bunch of you that get turned to stone, if you are able to kill it, you might be okay. That's one piece of information. You get one more. Talk about a real Sophie's choice if yeah, like I three guess, of us uh, get coded have to be coded. Like <laughs> I guess uh does it have any um like uh defenses? Um it doesn't have any special defenses. I will give you that because of its numerous legs, its CMD versus trip is amazingly high. Um but other than that it doesn't possess right, so anything special. As for the bar guest, I don't know if it's just cold in my room or if I'm shaking because I'm very excited about this. Ha! Um, I think I hate you. I don't know. Is that what Malfestion <laughs> is? He was probably so sad because we almost coup de grassed it, and then I had to be dumb and be like, oh, diplomacy is the thing Oh, let's go talk do. to it! Barghest oh. and Basilis have superb perception checks. So I was waiting for somebody other than the invisible dude to come inside. Right, um, like the invisible dude could have coup de grab, but no. You know, I feel like we keep trying to scold these youngsters that, uh, or by youngsters, Frampton and Aiden to not kill, but to ask questions first, and then that just screws us over every time. I mean, say, very good point. Getting information is something that you lack very, very much, but yeah. it's just. So happens to be every time you ask Never for information, it's out. a bad. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, I didn't was team stabby stab. He's just like well, kill I it. You were. It's and a good one. And I kill have him. suck suck. DC fifteen for this, so you again get two pieces of information about the bar guest. So this snarling canine beast pads forward on all fours. Its slender front limbs looking more like hands than a wolf's paws. Said to be fiendish relations of all goblinoid races, the hateful bar guests come to the material plane to feed. As they consume the bodies of innocence, they grow increasingly powerful. A bar guest eventually sheds its skin to transform into a greater bar guest, at which point it often seeks out a tribe of goblins or other creatures to rule. Um, you have two questions about this creature. Uh, I guess special abilities and defenses. Special abilities, well, there's two different things. Special abilities would be a separate line of questioning, but, um, so, like, special attacks or, or special qualities I can do as one, or defenses as another, whichever one you want. Uh, yeah, I can do the, uh, qualities there. Okay. So, they do, so they only possess one, like, special quality, uh, which is spell-like abilities, and so I'll just give that to you since it's the only thing. Barghess can cast Blink, Levitate, and Misdirection at will. Once per day, they can cast Charm Monster, Crushing Despair, and Dimension Door. You have one more piece of information. Oh, does he have DR? They have DR5 magic. Okay. Okay. Now, with all that said and done... 
we would just jump right into initiative and have some rolls against a gaze attack. But I think that's going to have to wait for next session to see who gets sto stoned. You know, I didn't think that this one would be any worse. I think if we do all keep the forge, we just need to go right to the tower. I say we at least play the first round to see if anybody's turned to stone no, and if we have to praise no, the solutions. This is gonna be good. I'm really looking forward to this one. I do have to. I and you're have positive to it comes from this barrel and not this barrel, not here. Yeah, it comes from out from behind the barrels between the forge. Here, but not here. Okay. Well, you can five foot step. Yeah. Well, I think you're just hoping to get a free sneak attack. Yeah. But uh, actually. Visible, do you guys so want to? You do. Do you guys want to roll for initiative then end, or you want to start next session rolling for initiative? I say start. Okay. Everything next session. Yeah. Okay. Well then, see you next time. Um, I will be down in New Jersey next week for work stuff, so we'll have to skip one week. Um, but after that, I'll be back. Gotta wait two weeks to figure out. I have to die. live with this in my head for two weeks. Yeah, you gotta live with a potential fortitude save or be stoned for two weeks.